doing the intro now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, should, I thought we... Welcome uh, to Dice Friends. Professionalism. With our friend Rodney Thompson. Rodney, take it away. Sure, thanks. Uh, hi, everybody. We are playing Dusk City Outlaws this week. Uh, Dusk City Outlaws is a game that I designed. It is a fantasy heist game uh, set in the sprawling city of New Dunhaven. Think like a Renaissance Venice, but on a massive, like modern-day New york size scale, right? Uh, and so what's going to happen is these fine gentlemen that are uh, here with me today are going to be uh, a crew of criminals who are going to be given a job very shortly uh, and will have to plan and then execute the perfect crime. Or at least a successful crime that is <laughs> a crime. Uh, hilariously imperfect along the way. We're going to plan, plan a, a crime. crime. We're right. going to go do a crimes. Let's go do crimes. Yay! Yeah. Do crimes. Yeah. Uh, so, by way of introducing your characters, typically what we do is we do a little short montage at the very beginning of each session. Uh, just a, a few lines. So basically what you're going to do is uh, a broker is going to come to each of you and uh, bring you to a meeting where you're going to be given the job. And so to introduce your character, uh, basically you're going to tell me what your character is doing at the moment that the broker comes to retrieve you. Uh, so you basically, uh, what is a little typical vignette in the life of your character when the broker's agents uh, come tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, we got a job for you. So uh, start. Are you familiar with Noling? Noling? K-N-O-L-L-I-N-G. It's essentially... It's where you, is it bowling on a knoll? No, it's like, <laughs> okay. if this, if everything, I know you can't, you can barely see the table. What I'm doing here. Yeah, if okay. this was everything okay. that's in my thief's bag, Re-ordered, yes. I'm laying it all out okay. on, on my desk, making sure that I have all the pieces that are going to go into my, into my equipment for the, you know, the next time I, I well, I, next time I get summoned by a broker, really, I'm just making sure that everything's in its place, it's all laid out nicely. There's no Instagram in this world, so I wouldn't, I'm not taking a picture and sharing it, but I would if I could. Yeah. You know, it's it, it all looks very satisfying. Setting up your aesthetic. Delicious right? okay. amounts of 90 degree angles. Yo, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, and so you want to tell us your character's name, uh, your cartel, and your specialty? Yeah, I'm uh, Samuel Cutter. I'm a thief for the Wardens of the Night. Um, the Wardens of the Night are... Can I just, can I just read your box text? Yeah, or? knock it out. Uh, your cartel consists of outlaws, bandits, brigands, and rebels who have rejected the authority of the crown and chosen a life outside of the law. Many members of the Wardens of the Night are wronged by the crown or its agents, causing them to seek revenge on an unjust system. The Wardens of the Night target the wealthy and powerful in New Dunhaven, and their crimes are direct. Robbery, burglary, assault, horse theft, and hijacking. The cartel claims the city's forested reserves as its turf and is the only cartel to have significant interests and context, contacts with criminals outside the city. And then further, uh, a thief, you take things that don't belong to you and go places you aren't supposed to. You, uh, uh, Your light fingers lift wallets, cut purse strings, and flit across the pockets and pouches of other people's clothing without your victims ever being aware of your efforts, all in broad daylight under the cover of a bustling crowd. You're exceptionally talented at slipping into places you are not wanted, a ghost who violates the sanctity of supposedly secure areas. Few locks can defy you, and you laugh off even the most expensive security measures as amateur work. And I've been doing it for a while. Yeah, you're grizzled. Yeah. Right? Uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, your quirk is that you're a mentor, right? I am a mentor. Uh, and you're a mentor of someone else here in the crew. Yeah, you've uh, taken another mem a member of the crew under your wing, mentoring them in the ways of the, of the right kind of people. Um, because uh, Beege, or is uh, Davison Scub, who is cartel-less, and um, I'm sort of showing you the ropes of the Wardens of the Night 
because I want you to join the Wardens of the Night because you're your your dad did or your <laughs> someone. There's, there's, a, there's a valuable level in, of of experience and it's in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess actually, yeah. who are you then? Uh, I am Davison Scub, and uh, as a uh, as what is colloquially known as a duffer uh, on the back of the independent card here, uh, they're usually fences, and that is what I am doing. Is I I have currently I'm I am just seeing off about three or four wagons full of stuff that I have now sold to somebody else uh, when the uh, when the brokers come and find me and say uh, there's a job coming up and uh, I f you know figure you would be interested because while I'm always while I'm always kind of just providing like as the go-between between stuff that comes to me and then stuff that goes out to people who need it every so often I like to I like to get personally involved uh, in, in jobs and they figured that this one might be uh, up my alley Mm. Um, so, I'm independent. Uh, you're not a member of the eight cartels that abide by the arrangement or any criminal organization at all. You're one of the city's rare, unaffiliated thieves, neither benefiting from the protection or abiding by the rules of the cartels. Still, you acknowledge the power of the Black Council and have proven yourself useful enough to them that you have been granted special dispensation. You occasionally work well. With, you occasionally work with crews organized by the cartels because it's lucrative and because they trust you. Uh, and the duffer is a fence, buying up the ill-gotten gains of a cartel job, selling it through their network of pawn shops and street vendors with connections to the open-air markets, where it's hard to trace the origins of stolen goods. That makes me a fixer, somebody who knows how to get things done. Nice. And then the legacy is that... The legacy uh, is that I'm not the first member of a family to be a member of your cartel, but more of a cartel right. in this case. is uh, That's why you're mentoring me, mm. and that's why I'm like, I'm finding this a good thing on my own, but you're putting an awful lot of mm. pressure on me to join the wardens. Trying not to be, trying not to pressure you too much, yeah. but yeah, some, some pressure. I mean, I'm in the wardens. Someone else in your family. Yeah, that, that's up to you. They were in the wardens, mm -hmm. and they were great at it. And you really, yeah, really, you think you? I have cousins I, who are still in the wardens. I think you'd do well here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you say where they found you when they came to? Uh, they found they found me at one of my small warehouses where, that I deal out of. Okay, nice. one of one, one of your warehouses. Wow. Well, I, I deal what out of a lot of different places, but I can't. I'm not. That, I'm that, not. That makes sense. You know, I'm 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 borrowing warehouses to store goods mm -hmm. and then to send out again. Okay, nice. Uh, my character's name is Barnaby Tombs. But I feel like the character—that's not his real name. Ooh. He gave himself that name to sound tough, <laughs> like his name's like Stephen Nixon or something. <laughs> but he's like, my name's Barnaby Toombs, and I am a member of the Grave Digger Cartel, uh, which is your cartel controls the city's mortuaries and morticians, crematoriums, hearses, cemeteries, catacombs, and mausoleums. The business of death provides a fine cover for your cartel's criminal activity, affording you convenient places where you can dispose of bodies and cover and a cover under which members of your cartel can work in public without drawing too much attention. The gravediggers also count among their members uh, the corrupt wait, count among their members the corrupt members of the city's plague doctors, who act on behalf of the Black Council to serve warnings or otherwise deal with criminals who draw the ire of their own cartels. Mm. And my character's class is an assassin, but Barnaby Toombs is a brand new assassin. <laughs> he hasn't actually killed anyone before. Oh, good. And I would like to think that when you find him, he's actually scrubbing the floor of like a, a mortuary or something. Nice. And since his boss isn't there, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. 
<laughs> and he's so sick of just hanging around scrubbing floors all day. Now's my chance. Oh my god. <laughs> Now's the chance for for world famous assassin Barnaby Toombs. Oh, well, you can't you can't tell through the mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Eric the pilot. This is going to be so good. <laughs> So that's me. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, the broker's agents come and collect each of you, uh, and then you are brought uh, in the middle of the night to a darkened graveyard. So you're right at home, uh, and you yeah. realize very quickly that this broker is actually uh, someone from your cartel. Okay. Right? Uh, and so you're brought up uh, to the top of a, a, a hill in the graveyard. And so the whole graveyard is sort of on these uh, series of rolling hills right at like the edge of a, a merchant district, right? So you can see like the wealthy merchant townhouses over the hill. But where you guys are in the in the cemetery, there's like these tall gnarled trees that, uh, you know, they're, they have the, the leafless branches that are casting shadows on the ground and they kind of sway in the wind. Uh, it's pretty creepy actually. Um, and then you're each brought up to the top of the hill where sitting on the driver's seat of a hearse uh, is your broker. Uh, and the broker is a man named uh, Eldred New Moon. Uh, and he's sort of, uh, he's like in his probably 60s, uh, although he looks like he's probably uh, lived a hard life and, and, and is, uh, looks more like he's in his 80s. He's kind of hunched over. You can see his like uh, hands that are gripping the reins of the, the hearse are kind of knotted and, and uh, arthritic. And uh, he's sitting there like, you know, looking at a sheaf of paper in, in like a lantern light. Uh, as you come up to him, and he's got a, a big crow perched on one shoulder that's just like cawing in his ear the whole time. Uh, and he's like like trying to read, so and he's like annoying. squinting at it, and he's like, oh, God, like, <laughs> um, And as you all approach, uh, he kind of looks you all over, uh, and then he grunts, and he says, I've got a job for all of ye. And he's like looking like over there, <laughs> right? And you're like, here. So like he's like old and he says, uh, uh, I guess you're the best that they could send me on short notice. Well, the absolute best. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The very best. He tells you, uh, uh, says, there's a, uh, book I want you to retrieve and it's a very dangerous and forbidden book. It's called the book of acceptable post-mortem servitude, <laughs> uh, which is a ridiculous name. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, he goes on to tell you that uh, this book is a heretical tome that describes a method of reanimating the dead. Uh -huh. ah. uh, typically used to reanimate the dead uh, in a, uh, a way to get cheap labor effectively, right? Unfortunately, those rituals don't always go that well. Uh, and he describes uh, an unfortunate scenario that you'll have to navigate to retrieve this book. Uh, it seems that a gravedigger pallbearer named Edmund Cadavera attempted to use one of the rituals in the book uh, in the funeral parlor that he operates out of, but unfortunately it didn't go, didn't go very well. Uh, Cadavera reanimated all the corpses in his funeral parlor, mm -hmm. uh, and each of them was filled with a ravenous hunger for human flesh. Oh, good. Uh, quickly, good. the entire mortuary staff was killed and then themselves reanimated shortly thereafter. So, the bad news is this book that you are going to go retrieve is somewhere in a zombie infested funeral parlor. Ah, sweet. Uh, the worst news is that this uh, unfortunate turn of events did not go unnoticed, uh, and the funeral parlor has been 
quarantined by the city watch. Uh, and the church has sent in a crew of priests who are going to perform a cleansing ritual to get rid of the uh, uh, to get rid of the malicious magics that have created the zombies in the first place. Uh, so what that means is that you only have two days to retrieve this book. Uh, at the end of that two-day period is when the uh, priest should be finished with their cleansing ritual, and then at that point the city watch will move in, uh, hopefully kill all the zombies, and uh, then they will basically take everything in that funeral parlor into their possession, which will then take the tome out of your reach. Hmm. So uh, that's the score. Get the okay. get the book. Uh, the easy, the right? forces arrayed against you are at the very least zombies, city watch, and the church. Yeah. Uh, and so at this point what we do is basically uh, the game is going to be played out over a series of days and nights uh, but before we start the first uh, day you guys get a little bit of time for planning right? so what's going to happen is you're going to do some planning you guys are going to come up with the plan for how you're going to retrieve this book and what you're probably doing up front here is actually talking about like what kind of information you want to get what kind of resources you want to get things like that uh, you're going to have uh, basically Four segments. I've got the cards laid out here in front, which unfortunately won't be on the camera, but you've got uh, a day, a night, a day, and a night. And during any of the, each of those segments, you're either going to do planning, in which case you guys will literally just talk about your plans, or you'll do legwork. And you do legwork to go out into the city and get resources, get information, take out obstacles, etc. cetera. Uh, and so basically, you'll do either one of those two. We'll go through each of the four segments, and then by the end of the nighttime segment, uh, you guys have to have retrieved this because when day breaks, the rituals be, will be complete, the city watch will move in, and the tome will be out of your reach at that point. Right. Uh, additionally, uh, the uh, scene in which you pull off your heist mm -hmm. is going to take the entire day or night segment. So you could do it early and do it during the daytime of the second day if you wanted to, but basically you won't have any opportunity to do legwork or planning in the segment that you go and get the uh, go and get the book. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, you get a free planning scene. Uh, however, now that the briefing with the broker is over, so what we're going to do is we're going to start a 15-minute timer. Can we get the timer up and running? Uh, and as soon as that timer starts, I right, go. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> boy. Started. All right. So you guys are basically in the graveyard yeah. right. with this guy and can sort of talk about the basics of your plans. So, do we know what the what form this cleansing ritual is taking? Mm -hmm. uh, that is a great question. So, good question. Uh, do I, any of you know Sable. about? Do any of you okay. know about the church? If you look on your cartel sheets, you'll see a section that is things you know about. I do not. The I do. You know about? I the, know all about the church. You know about the church. Mm -hmm. Capitalized. Right. Capital V, capital church. Excellent. So here's what you know. Yeah. Uh, you know that in cases where dangerous and overt sorcery runs amok. The church dispatches a well-trained team of priests to perform sanctifying rituals to purge the area of the taint of sorcery. Such a team has already been dispatched to deal with the House of Sunset, which is the funeral parlor where yeah. you're going. Sorry, I don't know if I That's mentioned right. that name. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so they're not destructive no. rituals. Yeah. No. no. Not like cleansing. nuking it from orbit. Well, I mean, they could be burning the place down. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> zombies? Time to nuke it. Uh, additionally, so I know that you're a grave digger, right? Yes. So you actually know a little bit about the House of Sunset, the That's funeral parlor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so you know that the House of Sunset is a funeral parlor in the Clever Dog District of Little Towna. Okay. Little Towna is sort of like a uh, Chinatown or Little Italy type, uh, you know, uh, region of the city uh, that plays host to people of town and heritage. 
which is like a uh, group of like island nations uh, far to the east. Um, the funeral parlor is very small, uh, only a single ground floor containing like viewing rooms and reception areas and offices, uh, and a subterranean morgue. Uh, unlike other buildings in Little Towna, which are sort of crammed on top of one another, the funeral parlor occupies its own independent, if small, lot with streets on all four sides of it. Okay. Because nobody would want to build houses above a funeral right. parlor. There you go. Exactly. Makes sense. Okay, so that, that presents an, another possibility. Because my first thought was, the people who basically have jurisdiction over this building for the next couple days is the, the priests. Right. And so if we could disguise ourselves or yeah, pretend like, to be with them, mm -hmm. maybe we can get inside, yeah. sort of like social engineering-wise. Or... Now that you've said that, yep. we assume that you've said that. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 morgue, uh, if it's underground, there might be some other access point to get in through yeah. the and get in through the. My first morgue. plan was to get a floor plan. Yeah. Of the morgue. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Or and then like if push comes to shove, rituals need materials, right? I'm yeah. assuming. Mm -hmm. So we could find a way to disguise ourselves as deliver like delivering materials. Yeah, are they are, are they inside the the priests? I'm assuming or are they doing it all? The are they doing it all from outside? You don't know. Yeah, okay. we don't, don't know. know. You don't know. Right. So we'd have to find out. We'd have to figure that out. Yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um, which sounds like. Do a we know? Thing. You don't have any. What do you is think? Is there like Scott? a <laughs> certain section of the city watch that's running? Like, is it like an elite unit of the city watch, or is it just like some regular? From do, out zombies, probably not. Do any of you know about the crown? I do know about the crown. I oh, know about boy. the crown as well. Okay, great. So you actually, you guys have probably heard a little bit about this quarantine already. Maybe you didn't exactly know what it was until you were told about it. But basically, uh, the city watch has created a quarantine perimeter around the House of Sunset. Uh, though they have not shut down the entire Clever Dog District, which they would normally do in the case of like a plague outbreak, uh, the funeral parlor is completely surrounded by watch officers keeping citizens at bay. The watch has informed the people of the district that there was a dangerous buildup of gases caused by improperly storing embalming fluids, and that the building is off limits until an alchemist can deal with the volatile gases inside. What a great cover story. Yeah. It's going to seem awfully weird when the priests start showing up. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally believable, though. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I mean, if there's, there was dead people in it's there, the priest could go in and, you know. Do, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any mm -hmm. other questions? We're just talking, we're just asking, we're not even really planning anything at this point? Or are we just no, like, I mean, we have this we is got, our, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're sketching out a basic plan and figuring like, out what tomorrow, you Tomorrow, I can go see, if I have any contacts, finding a floor plan to the mortuary. Right. Yeah. Should know somebody. Because if there's any other if there's any other entrance, yeah. we can get in. We could maybe get in that way. Uh, we still have to deal with the zombies. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're called the reanimators. The reanimators. <laughs> we still have to figure out. We still have to figure out how we how we handle that. And then the other possibility is pretending that we're with the priests and just like basically walking in the front door. Is there another option? There's um, it's surrounded on all four sides by streets, mm -hmm. yeah. which means access to sewers, which means access to uh, subterranean access, um, most likely like storm drains or sewers or whatever. This mm -hmm. is this is supposed to be a Renaissance Venice yeah. type feeling thing. So, so I can tell you a little bit uh, about what you would know being a member or a, a citizen of the city. Yeah. You know that underneath uh, the city, that basically New Dunhaven was largely built over the ruins of the previous version of of 
old Dunhaven. Oh, okay. uh, and that's known as the old city, right? So basically all the subterranean parts of the city are the old city. The old city is, uh, it's not very pleasant. Uh, it is in addition to being like where a lot of the sewage of the city flows. Uh, it's also kind of like this darkened realm that is uh, full of monsters is putting it uh, unkindly, <laughs> but uh, Morlocks might be a better way oh, to okay. put it. Oh, right? really? Yeah, they're, they're basically... they're people. There are people that have fled the surface uh, and gone to live underground. It turns out living without sunlight is not good for you. Right. Um, the old city is typically very, very dangerous. Uh, however, there is a cartel, uh, unfortunately none of you remember that cartel, but the cartel known as the Forgotten, mm -hmm. who can kind of get some access to the old city as well. Mm. Really? I could possibly know somebody in the Forgotten. True. Then Surely, though, there's a way. Oh, no, it has to be somebody of my cartel. Sorry. Sure, well, you aren't a cartel. Yeah, exactly. It would be another independent criminal. Okay. Surely, there's a way to get. There would theoretically be a way to get into the. More. If there's access. Some sort of access to the morgue level without going full old city. Maybe? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I guess that's something we would have to find out. So would, it, have to find would out. it be beneficial for us to maybe an avenue of trying to get into this place is make it look like the zombies got out? Wouldn't the watch just rush it then? That's what I mean. I mean, I okay, as an independent character, I can spend influence to get help from a cartel not represented on our crew, which means I could spend influence to ask someone from the Forgotten to say, you know, scratch my back, scratch yours kind of deal. We've done if dealings we know, before. If we, if we have a floor plan and we know where an access point is. This is an alternate way to actually get yeah. through. We could just come in about a few blocks away and actually move through the old city if yep. they'll protect us. Yeah. That's a perfectly good use of influence, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's way smarter than I would have come up with. <laughs> but it does mean that that's only if there's subterranean access. And also it's in their benefit as well because if there is a way in, that means that's a way out for all the reanimated. Right. Yeah. And they Would it work to like? I don't really know. I don't know anything about capital the capital church. So maybe you know, <laughs> maybe you'd be the person to ask. But yeah. like, could could we get someone to grab it for us? Like, just pay somebody just to get in there? Is that? I mean, is that too simple? It's probably too simple. <laughs> Nothing's that easy. <laughs> just like, hey, uh, when you're in there cleansing today. Yeah, do I, if I know about the church, do I know anybody that would know intimate? I guess I would find out during Is that the sort of thing a priest would do? To find out, I could find out if I have any contacts in the church. Yeah, trying to make contact with someone who might be amenable to a bribe in the church is the kind of thing you do at works. I mean, I'm offering up that, hey, I might know somebody in capital V, capital church. Right. So we're getting close to being about two-thirds of the way through this planning scene. So generally what you want to do is come out of a planning scene with like a singular goal for each of you for the legwork scenes that you're each going to lead, and then like long-term goals as well. So be thinking about like, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, what am I going to do in the legwork scenes. I like your floor plan idea. You want me to find a floor plan? I think that I think that that sounds really good. Yeah. Okay. For you, I don't know what I should be doing. I think that this. what I would need to do is try to talk to somebody from the Forgotten. Should, should we wait till we have the floor plan? We should. Yeah. That might be a better. Well, I mean, how does the how does legwork get ordered? Uh, in whatever order you want. Ah. And it is assumed that you can communicate with each other because it's all kind of abstracted time. Right. I travel. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Like that is very yeah. abstract. I feel like this is a good time to point out that maybe my character can see in the dark. Oh. Handy. Just heads up. <laughs> that, that's that is very good. Yeah. Um, what should I be doing? I don't know, Graham. What do you want to do? <laughs> this is your heist. 
What's so? What's some special abilities of the wardens? Um, I can spend influence to. Well, that's just. This is mostly what anyone can do, can't it? No, no that's that's specific. To okay. Cartel. Gain access for you and your crew to one of the city's reserves. Reach out to your cartel contacts outside the city for information. Obtain goods or wealth stolen from traders coming into the city. Have members of your cartel strategically place supplies near a target under cover of night. Have someone smuggled out of the city under cover of night. Mm. Have several members of your cartel posted on rooftops to, re- to relay a signal between your crew members. Um, I can move around very sneakily very well. Um, and then... Um, I know about security. I can plant things on people. I can sneak into second floors of buildings. Does this building have a second story? No, it's a single yeah. story. It's a single floor. I mean, if you think like Dinger. reverse, the second floor is underground. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> upside down. Um, yeah. I mean, other thing we could find out too is like if there's any nearby businesses or anything that's been impacted by this. And if they're all upset, maybe we could just convince them to give us a hand with maybe a distraction or. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, they didn't quarantine a whole section of the city, like you said, because usually they will with a plague. But I'm sure that these city guards have, there's somebody they probably made mad or at some point. Yeah. Like a local business that's like. Yeah, there's going to be some frustration. I can't sell my falafels. Well, especially on like the last day, right? If it's like, I've been here this whole, you know, you said you'd be out of here and now it's an extra day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could see people getting mad about that. I think that's an avenue that we could take too, just as the more allies that we have around this building, the better, right? Whether we need it or not, it's still. Not a like whether we need the distraction or whether we because I mean right now should I just should I just case the area? I mean you could you would find out how many, like yeah. you know what I mean how many guards are on watch yeah. what their like rotations are like yeah okay how often does the church come and go yeah actually yeah. That's what a really kind good of point. things are they carrying what kind of things do will they need because yeah. that is a thing if you notice it's like somebody saying like I'm out of whatever it's like. Well, you know a guy who can get stuff, so mm-hmm. I could probably supply that. I want to. I want to come in. with you when you talk to the Forgotten, though. Because also yeah. we the, could just like if we could find a contact inside the building that's working, either through the church or through some other contact, um, we could get them to sabotage something. Then they need to order that supply. Yeah, that's, and t- then that's we also could, true. You know, just delivering the thing. Yeah. So what's your? Here? How's the? So the mentor thing is um, uh, choose another member of the crew, which is you. Uh, when that crew member takes the lead on a legwork scene, if I'm in that scene, that crew member can use your chance of success on any skill if it's 80% or less. So that's if his chance is less than 80, then he can use mine. Yeah, if yours is less than 80. Is mine less than 80? Yeah, so basically, you can't use your best skill, but okay. anything else, yeah. Less than, oh, 80 or less. less? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay, that's most of my skills. Yeah. Okay. Basically, you can you can give him access to your skills effectively. Cool. Everything except pick a lock. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Neat. I have an eighty percent chance to either shoot or stab someone. <laughs> I've got a sixty-five percent chance to run like hell. <laughs> my, me too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have my oh so my okay my top skills ninety percent is gossip with criminals eighty okay. percent is convince someone forge a document locate someone pick someone's pocket. Cool. Yeah, I've got pick a lock as ninety, and then case the joint. Hey, there we go. Crack a safe, climb, jump, tumble, distract somebody, pick someone's pocket, sneak around. Okay. And then I've got some other ones at 65 and lower. Me too, yeah. Sneak around's my best. Really? Yeah. He's an assassin. Oh, an assassin. right, of course. Ass, ass, 
Right, do you guys think you know what you're going to be doing? I think we know what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to the Forgotten. To once once he gets the plans. Yeah. Well, as part I mean as part of the planning scene, if I do that now, isn't it like because otherwise I have nothing else to do, right? Well, we, each of us gets to do each of you leads a scene. Yeah. Each of us needs one legwork thing to do. Yeah. So he should get the plans before you talk to the Forgotten, so yeah. that you can be like, look. But we're all doing it in the same legwork scene, is what you're saying. Well, the, it's the no, same. No, the like, same legwork yeah. phase. Phase. Yeah, yeah. Not the same scene. Yeah. Basically, between yeah. scenes, it's assumed that your characters can communicate with each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in legwork, yeah. each of us does yeah. a thing in yeah. whatever order. And now some of you will be going along with each other, though. Yeah. Because that is a thing that you should do. All right. So that's that's it, I guess. All right. Okay. Feeling good? I think so. All right. With a minute to spare. All Ooh. right. Very nice. Okay. So first planning scene is down. You leave the graveyard. Uh, and the sun rises over the city, and so we are on our first daytime segment. Uh, you guys all generate a little bit of heat, which I will put Ooh. in front of me here. What is so heat? heat? I'm glad you asked, Beach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> obvious plant. Uh, so uh, basically, heat is a resource that I spend to introduce complications into your lives. Uh, whenever you guys are out in the city doing crime uh, and something goes wrong, I can spend heat to introduce complications. The complications can be things like uh, a squad of city watch officers show up and try and arrest you, or it could be things like the district you're going to go to has wanted posters with your faces plastered all over them. So it's a whole wide uh, variety of different things. So it's not for generating failure, it's just for generating things that can make the job harder. Exactly. Okay. That's correct. So uh, each of you generated one heat uh, at the start of each segment. So there's now three heat in the heat pool, which, uh, just spoiler alert, the cheapest thing I can spend heat on is four heat. So you guys are safe from complications for right now. But uh, as we go through the legwork scenes, you'll probably gen start generating some heat. The important thing to remember is it is impossible to not generate heat. Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't have to be super, super cautious. But most of the time, you're going to generate heat from being sloppy or from bad luck. OK. okay? Yeah. So good thing I'm always lucky. Yes, there's three heat in the heat. We pool. were like, I, I'm I'm now just remembering. I haven't watched the replay, but I'm remembering last game that we were like, really close to something, very bad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. At 20 heat is a plot twist, which uh, that's right. not great. Plot twist. <laughs> what a twist. If you want to find out about that, you can check out the uh, the AFK. <laughs> YouTube.com/slash loading here on live. this channel. <laughs> well, it'll be on the loading ready live channel. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Very nice. All right, so uh, now the way it's going to work is that each of you is going to take the lead on the legwork scene. And if you flip over to the back of your specialty sheet, you'll see that there is a section in uh, highlighted in blue. Uh, this is sort of a template that you're going to use. Uh, yes, uh, it's a template you're going to use to craft your scenes. So the most important thing is that you're always going to tell me, like, what's the main thing you're trying to get out of the scene? And this is like a resource or a piece of information or like uh, taking out an, uh, an obstacle ahead of time or something like that. Uh, and then you're going to tell me where you're going to go to get it, how you're going to get it, and who, if anyone, you're going to interface with uh, in order to get it. So basically, you guys are going to set up the scene, and then I'm going to tell you what the obstacles are to your success. Uh, and then other people in your crew can then decide to come along with you to help you deal with those obstacles while you focus on the main task at hand. That's general way that like, work works. Okay. So it sounds like... Uh, you wanted to go first to try and get uh, plans, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, like floor plans or cool. even to take a peek at them. Okay. Uh, so why don't you tell me, uh, so you're obviously your goal is to get plans for the House of Sunset, yes. right? Why don't you tell me where you're going to go and how you're going to get these plans? Um, and so this is also sort of like, there's not really a wrong answer here. You just sort of tell me your, like, what, what kind of What my character would do? Yeah, exactly. 
My character has a friend named Victor. Okay. Who works at another morgue. Okay. But he's been doing it a lot longer than I have. Okay. And I'm hoping that maybe he'll know, be able to point me in the right direction as far as where they would keep. Like, is this a city hall thing? Like, someone who's more experienced than I am. Okay. In the cartel. Yeah, I mean, like, there definitely are, like, bureaucratic planning offices in okay. the city yeah. that would carry the, like, that would have, like, I mean, floor plans and things like that. Absolutely. Okay. If, if the guilds built, like, look after their own buildings, maybe the guilds themselves have their, like, the cartels themselves keep all that information for themselves. Yeah. Also yeah. a possibility. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Because so, you're, because what you're trying to get from this scene is the plans, yeah. not, not how to get, get the plans. Them. Okay. Yeah. So I would go to, I guess is there like a cartel? Is there like a guild house or something? Uh, like? There, there are larger uh, funeral parlors that uh, where the uh, like the leadership of your cartel tends to spend the bulk uh, of their that time. Would, probably, would that attract too much heat? That's the thing. That's like, hey, I need the thing to this thing that's blocked off. By it is your cartel? That's true. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna go to one of the larger funeral parlors yes. and try and see if they uh, can provide you with the the thing. Okay. Sure. Great. So like a smaller place. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So, um, here's the, the problem. Uh, you weren't supposed to be the one on this job, yeah. right? And uh, you know that if you're going to go to this larger funeral parlor, there's probably going to be someone there that might recognize you. I mean, you got the mask and the cloak on and everything, yeah. but, you know, once you've seen a few plague doctors, you can tell who's who, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, the obstacle that uh, is going to have to be dealt with here is that uh, you're going to kind of like getting in to talk to somebody. Like you're going to run the risk. Would create a disguise work? Uh, it would. Uh, generally, okay. the way it works though is when you have these obstacles, like oh, you might be spotted by somebody. Okay. You want to have somebody else help you because if you try and do it all yourself, yeah. uh, you're going to take some penalties to your roles because okay. you're trying to focus on too many things all at once, right? Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to say is uh, the obstacle you have to deal with here is. Uh, you run the risk of being spotted by someone who knows who you are as you are going in to get this information from uh, your own cartel, and that might uh, uh, cause problems since you're not supposed to be the one assigned to this particular job. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so at that point, I had to open up to you guys. Would either of you like to go along uh, with him to help him with this particular uh, obstacle? And helping him basically means you are doing whatever it is you think is appropriate to keep him from being recognized, whether that's crafting a disguise, like he said, or it could be things like you're going to create a distraction or something like that. Mm. Oh, I get it. So these are just like when we're applying it to someone else kind of thing, like these percentile chances. No, that's, that, I mean, like, like, you're going to roll the, that's, oh, that's okay, your skill yeah, no matter yeah. what, right? But yeah, yeah. you're going to be focused on getting in and getting this plan. Yeah. So you need someone else to help you. And trying that. to, I guess, mimic someone who I work with more yes, than being myself. that is okay. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a skill called distract someone and it's 65%. The issue is that if I go with him, doesn't that burn my leg work? Is the nope, absolutely not. Okay. Nope. You still get to lead a leg work scene. Okay. Yeah. And I could I could go with with him for his scene and with him for his mm -hmm. scene? Absolutely. You can go along on as many as possible. Well, I've now. got 80% to distract someone, so if you want to just, if you want to just pure distract someone, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, because, yeah, I, I also can create a disguise, but it's like 65%, so it's not very good. I can also convince, like, because uh, gossip with criminals, 90%. We could also, I could also spend time, essentially, no, but gossiping doesn't necessarily mean that I'm distracting them from doing their job. 
Yeah, it's wishy-washy. You could. Yeah, I guess that's a that's a true thing. If I showed up with you, I could basically I could try to gossip with them and try to you know get some information whatnot while you go about what it is that you're trying to do to keep them from actually engaging with you. Yeah, like them taking a better look at what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. could be a possibility as well. All right. Well, so who's it going to be? I go with Beaches. It's because I got 90%. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, you head to. Uh, through this funeral parlor, which is in a merchant district. Most of the big grave digger funeral parlors are in merchant districts because uh, that's where uh, your cartel tends to operate in general. Uh, so the first question I have is, are either of you conspicuous in merchant districts? And the way you know that is in your uh, appearance section, there's a part that tells you like, what districts you're conspicuous in. I am not conspicuous because I'm only conspicuous if I'm not with someone in my crew. Perfect. All right, and I believe you're- Oh, good. I'm only conspicuous in noble districts, the docks, and little Tayona. Tauna. Yep. Tauna? Little Great. Tauna. Perfect. I, that good pick, because yeah. uh, I am conspicuous in all districts during the day. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. not at night. <laughs> I just picture night. your character as like a, a, a fucking branch and shit, like just yeah. hanging off the. There he is. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you dress like a D&D ranger in a uh, in a Renaissance city, you know, yeah. Eh, yeah. yeah. That guy looks really <laughs> conspicuous. <laughs> He's wearing a lot of fur. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so you go to this uh, merchant district, and it's a sort of, think of it like a sprawling like commercial center, yeah. uh, right? Uh, big, tall, like six, seven-story tall uh, buildings on, like, flanking either side of the road, and then the particular funeral parlor you're going to was actually perched on a small hill uh, with like a long, like grassy uh, lawn that stretches all the way down to the uh, to, to the street. Uh, and so you uh, climb up the path leading up to the funeral parlor, uh, and that's when you start seeing the funeral parlor staff is there as well. So I believe you are going to be handling. I'm going to say uh, there's like a people. couple times where our characters are walking up the path beach, and I try to like turn around to leave, and you're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, keep walking, keep walking. All right. yeah. You're All going right, to be uh, fine. So why don't you tell me a little bit more what you're going to do to help him keep from being recognized? All right, uh, I th I feel that engaging them in some gossip. Okay. About the things that are going. Hey, did you hear about what's going on down with mm -hmm. the uh, mm -hmm. with the one that they've uh, that they've cordoned off? Mm -hmm. That's um, you know, I I heard it was because it's, it has nothing to do with the gas. It's that they're talking about the gas in there. Right. I heard that it had to do with something else. You know. Okay. But, All right. Yeah. So you're you're basically uh, like you, the two of you are walking up together. So no one really bats too much of an eye if you're accompanying someone. That obviously means that you have a good reason for being there. And then you get up to the, the funeral parlor and you just start glad handing immediately. And you're like, hey, did you hear about the thing? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to get you to give me a roll. Uh, so you're going to roll percentile dice. Right. Uh, so they are color coded there. Uh, I'm, yep, there you go. And so I'm going to also give you one advantage die on this because you are accompanied by a, uh, you are accompanied by a member of the Gravediggers. Okay. Uh, oh, and I add two advantage dice to any role you make to interact verbally with other criminals. Are they verbally, other criminals? They are other criminals, yes. <laughs> I will require two more advantage dice. Oh, wow. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. I picked the right partner. Yeah. Let's okay. go, Beach. Let's go, So beach. just like that. Yep. That's right. All right. So you roll those. All right. So 78. With two. 78 with two boons. Okay. Yep. So you had a 90% chance of success, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. So that is a success, and then you also have two boons on top of that. So if I had rolled like 93, I would have failed. That's correct, yes. Uh, all right, yeah. So you uh, 
uh, start the glad handing, and uh, you're just straight up charming, right? And even these gravediggers who are usually kind of dour and like you know very focused on their the tasks at hand in a funeral parlor, uh, you start to draw a crowd actually, right? And people oh, no. are, are they're probably they're probably not allowed to, <laughs> to to gossip about this sort of stuff. And so when you're like, hey, do you hear about this? They're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at last, someone to talk to us about this yeah. thing. Right? Yeah. Uh, and so when that happens, like all eyes are now off of you. And like people already kind of avoid the, the plague doctors a little bit, right? But uh, like he starts to draw a crowd and you find yourself just sort of standing there like it's like that shot like 50 feet away over your shoulder of him like being all popular and like the crowd erupts in laughter like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're the more like <laughs> That sounds like Barnaby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Barnaby. Just yeah. slow traffic <laughs> on yeah. the plague doctor yeah. mask with, you know, in the reflection yeah, of yeah. the eyes. Yeah. 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 It's like if you ever introduce someone to your friends and then all your friends like them better. That never happens yeah. to me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so, uh, but that does leave you free to go and uh, uh, basically go back into the offices and talk to whoever is, is currently running the funeral parlor. Okay, yeah, I'll all do right. that. All right, so you get inside and uh, uh, when you go into the office, uh, one second here. Uh, all right, uh, so you go in the office and uh, behind the desk uh, of, the, of the like the main uh, funeral parlor uh, uh, office is a woman who looks like she is she's sort of dressed in mourning clothes, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know the she's got the black dress with like big poofy shoulders and everything, uh, and she's got like a little hat with a veil, but uh, the veil is sort of pulled up. Uh, and you can see that uh, as she's like writing, like she's doing work in the books, uh, you can see that she has very elaborate uh, tattoos all over both of her hands and like up her arms. It uh, looks like they'd probably be hidden normally by like gloves, right? Uh, but she has no reason to hide them here. But they're like s all like kind of death imagery, right? Like skulls and everything, like kind of looks like a badass biker's uh, type tattoos. But she's like in her 70s, right? Uh, and so she's just sort of like this old lady in mourning yeah. with like badass biker tattoos yeah. on both arms. Uh, and she looks up at you when, when you come in and she's like, You want something, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I can see the look on your mask. Yeah. <laughs> you want something. It's so pointy. I do. And so she, she takes like the pen she's writing with and she like, throws it down and it like thunks into the book and like buries into the page and she's like well don't waste my time what do you want well asking someone as beautiful as yourself dig the tattoos <laughs> i need some plans specifically i need some floor plans And I'm willing to bet that you're willing to look the other way if you give me the floor plans. So she sort of uh, levels a sour face at you for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then she takes the pin and she like has to kind of work to yank the pin out of the book uh, and uh, closes I, the, the like, ledger. These tattoos, do they, are they normal? Like, 
do you see do you see them often like stuff like this often? generally uh only criminals are tattooed okay um it's just a cultural thing in the city okay Um, it doesn't like yeah okay yeah yeah and like you know this woman is clearly a member of the gravediggers right like she's she's a cartel member right um she sort of slams the tome closed and she says uh what plans is it that you think you need i can't remember the name of the place house of sunset house of sunset yeah right well Coincidentally, it's the House of Sunset, but not for the reasons you think. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going to get you to give me a roll. Oh, God. Uh, so why don't you tell me <laughs> which of your skills you'd like to use to convince her to part with the, uh, uh, to part with the, the plans. Oh, boy. You got 80% to just fight her. Yeah. <laughs> I can brawl with somebody. Oh, God, I left way too early. Uh, <laughs> I should have come to the desk. What can I use? So you've got equal percentage for lie or goad. I can lie to someone or goad. I think I'm just going to lie to someone. Okay. All right. So uh, what's the lie you're telling her to get her to part with the the plans? Well, we were told that there was a gas leak in the section where the Sunset Dog happened. And our building is of similar, the building I work in is a similar layout. And we want to make sure that our pipes are all clear. Okay. All right, all right. So that's pretty good. That's, that's, that's really pretty good. good. Yeah, that's good. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get you to uh, roll. Uh, you're gonna roll to lie someone. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna roll percentile dice. Uh, I'm gonna give you one advantage die because you are a grave digger. Okay. Right. Uh, however, I'm also going to give you one challenge die uh, for reasons that I may or may not reveal, depending on how this roll goes. <laughs> So I want to roll under 65. You want to roll under 65. You have a 65. Yeah. Under 65. Okay. And I assume you don't want to roll a skull on that thing. I sure don't. There's a lot of skulls on here, is it too. Four, it's a D10. I think mean it's four. It's or, a D10, uh, and six sides have drawbacks on them. Ooh. You got this. Come on, baby. Hop beneath the floor plan. <gasps> All right. Oh. Success. Now you rolled a 30. All right. No drawback. <laughs> The advantage also didn't come up. Yes. No boons either. All right. So she sort of goes, well, safety first. <laughs> uh, and she goes back and she's basically, uh, there's like a huge filing cabinet. And when she pulls it out, you see that it actually like the door swings open and it's just like scroll racks all inside. Uh, she rummages around. Uh, she says, let's see here. House of Sunset. It's over. And clever dog, yes. Uh, ah, here it is. And so she pulls it out, uh, and she unrolls it for a second, and she kind of looks at you, and she says... I guess smiling doesn't work, because it's just like a mask. <laughs> right, yeah, you can't exactly give it a charm. your head smile. like a dog. And she says, I'm going to need this back intact. Absolutely, of course. Rolls it up, uh, and hands it to you. Yeah. Uh, and like when you try and take it from her, she, she hangs on to it, uh, and she says, don't damage it under any circumstances. I swear to someone (laughs) that it'll never get damaged. All right, uh, and she goes and she uh, opens up her ledger and she says, uh, now I am uh, making a note here, Mr. Toombs, uh, that I will be uh, forwarding on to the head of your funeral parlor just in case it does not come back intact. Oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. No worries. No damage here. You're gonna get one intact funeral, funeral parlor plans. Right. Is your? Name? I'm gonna stop talking and I'm gonna leave. <laughs> All right. 
So you leave. Uh, you is, head out. Is your name in the Gravedigger like registry? Is it even Don't know. Barnaby Tombs? Uh, it should be. Yeah, uh, this is the name he gave himself when he was like, I want to be an assassin. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, it wasn't like you just made this up on the spot. The two of you are, uh, you depart, you're on the path uh, leading back down to the street in the merchant district. Uh, when it dawns on you, uh, you never gave her your name. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, fiddlesticks. I did never give her my name. <laughs> it's a perfect crime. We'll never get caught. <laughs> Except she called you by your name. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> oh, no. It's a somewhat less perfect crime. It's, a, wow. it's not a great crime. She's good. <laughs> yeah, she's real good. All right. Oh, uh, man. All right. So uh, that was uh, Barnaby's legwork scene. Yeah. Uh, so which of the two of you is going to lead your next legwork scene? It's going to be mine. All right. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Because I want to have a better idea of what our, what we're actually thinking before I start casing the place. Yeah. Right, because we have to. We'll have to look at the plans later. Mm. No, we can look at them now. Can yeah, we? We, we can communicate. Okay. You have okay. basic communication. You can't really do any planning, though. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, we yeah. can't. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Do the plans. You can. I send a group text. We, we no, can't like, I have do plans. planning, but we can have seen the plans. Yes. Right. Yeah, you have basic information. So then, having seen the plans, we have seen. Now you know what there's, to. There's both a ground floor and there's both the subterranean level, yep. and that we we can tell from yeah, that the general shape of it that there is a point of. Egress. Uh, yes, you can tell that the more, uh, the morgue part is built deep enough that it probably does abut like the upper layers of the old city. Okay, so that w there is a, a there is a way through. <laughs> we just have to devise a method to get to get through. There's there's no clear door or vault or anything else that's that's there. It's just like it's next to something in the, from the old city. We could actually Correct. dig our way through. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's. That's something. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so then... So we should go talk to your friend, the Forgotten. Yeah. We should... Uh, so I'm going to uh, spend influence then... Okay. Um, ...to get help from a cartel not represented on my crew. Okay. Uh, so there's the influence. Okay. So you're spending one of your influence. spending influence. I would also like to point out, by the way, that you do have one crew influence that I think is floating out there somewhere. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so any one of you can spend that. Okay. Because I started with one, you started with one, yeah. you started with two. Two. Yes. Yeah. And then we have the crew influence. Wow, that's correct. Because I have extra connections. I'm a legacy. Yeah. That's right. Oh. Uh, okay. Second generation superstar. Yeah. Okay. So basically you're spending that uh, influence. Normally that you just spend that to get whatever it is you want. However, yeah. If you want to do uh, a full legwork scene, you do that to get, uh, in addition to help, maybe also some more information okay. as well. Cool. Uh, so is why don't you tell? Me, so what you want to get out of this? Yes. Is uh, forgotten access or forgotten helping you to access the old city? Yeah. Not we. What we want is we okay. want aid from the forgotten to get access right. from the from the old city from a from a from a point that is far enough away that it won't raise any suspicion. Okay. Because it's a book, we can carry a book. We don't need a wagon. We don't need anything else to, to clear it out. Right? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> we need. This isn't a bank robber. Exactly. Yeah. So we we need uh, we whatever need the hell we were stealing last time. Some yeah. giant. Arts, wasn't it? There was a sculpture. Uh, it was yeah. a sculpture. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we needed a wagon from the museum job. Yeah. Now available on Drive Through RPG. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so we uh, so we need. Uh, I'm gonna get help from somebody or from the Forgotten to help us. Uh, yep. To that point, and to make a hole, a tunnel, so we can actually to, to help us dig a tunnel to get through there. Okay, yeah. So um, the influence would definitely cover them helping you get down to the old city. Right, and okay. keeping us safe on the way there. Getting them to uh, help you tunnel into the morgue 
that's definitely something you have to do the legwork scene to do. So basically, the, your legwork scene is going to be convincing that someone to to help you tunnel into the morgue. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, so why don't you tell me where you're going to go to make contact with this particular uh, forgotten that's going to be your point of contact, uh, and a little bit about who it is. Okay. So there's a um, there's a cross alley. Okay. Uh, that um, <clears throat> has a like kind of a behind behind a few buildings, seedier mm -hmm. uh, part of town, uh, where there is um, subterranean access. Okay. Um, that they have they've kind of built and maintained, and it's it's disguised. But because I'm a fixer, because I'm I'm mm -hmm. I'm a fence, I regularly get things for them and provide. Uh, that I have dealt with people from the, with uh, in the forgotten in the past that they've come to me for things that they can't get from underground, and in exchange they uncover. Um, you know, interesting curios and bits. Uh, that's what they're trading with me to to pass on to merchants and to the nobility who like to have. Look at this interesting thing that I found underground. Kind of deal, okay. right? Um, so I've dealt with uh, several people from from the, of the Forgotten before. Uh, so I go there. Um, there happens to be you know I knock on the thing. There happens to be somebody down there, and. We relay a message. Somebody comes by. It's somebody I've dealt with in the past. Okay. So, so this is like a. Uh, it's. Um, are you imagining it's sort of like the sort of cellar doors that open up and leads down into the old city? Yeah. Like there's a hatch, and then there's like a. Okay. You know. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. There's a there's a ladder, but there's always somebody who's down there okay. guarding that hatch. Okay. Great. And they, you know, they happen to know me. Give the password. They know me. It's. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. So that's your intent is to go there, yeah. uh, basically make contact at this. Point of entrance to the old city. Uh, it's probably like in like like where two back alleys behind like rows of buildings meet. Um, in well, what what kind of uh, what kind of part of town is this in? Is it in like a nice uh, noble district? This is, is not a nice part okay, of town. Okay, all right. So yeah. slums. This is given my knowledge of all the different parts of the game. We're going to say slums. Okay, this sounds is the good. Slums. All right. So uh, you go to the slums and you're you're going to this this entrance that you know. Um, but I have bad news. Okay. Uh, so when you arrive uh, at this particular district uh, and you're heading towards the place where you're you're going to be making contact with your uh, forgotten allies, uh, you realize there is uh, there's a fight going on right now, uh, and it's not a not, not a fight like City Watch or anything like that. Uh, it looks like two forgotten street gangs are clashing over turf. Now the forgotten. They they're a member of the uh, of the arrangement, right? They're they're one of the eight cartels, but they're really more like a loose affiliation of different street gangs. Uh, think kind of like the gangs from the Warriors, uh, right? And and so like they're very like colorful, and they all have like uh, uh, their own like uniforms and, and names and everything like that. And they kind of fight over turf, and they're fighting over turf right now, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so part of the challenge that you're going to have to deal with, the obstacle you're going to deal with, is the fact that. Uh, if your contact isn't one of the ones doing the fighting right now, uh, it's basically like uh, a, a series of fist fights, and occasionally you see like the flash of knives uh, as well through these back alleys. If if they're not part of that fighting, then they're certainly making it hard to get to the entrance of the uh, 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 into the old city. So either I either have to get sneak past them, which uh, probably. Isn't a so in this particular case, uh, this is a great opportunity for uh, one of your two companions to come along with you uh, because it will, yes. It's going to be Graham anyway. He <laughs> wanted to. Because basically if you try and do it all yourself, you're going to add some challenge dice to your roll. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, but uh, if Graham wants to deal with the, the obstacle of uh, getting you past the, uh, the, the brawling uh, street gangs, 
That'd be a great thing for him to do. Yeah, because I got an 80% to sneak around. Ah. Which means that you have an 80% to sneak around. Well, that's true. In this scene. Uh, so, uh, if you're going along with him, basically what happens is when you guys arrive in the district, you see that like the streets have kind of cleared out, right? Uh, and there is just this like that's probably sort helpful of, for me. <laughs> there's like this sort of roving street fight happening. Uh, oh, right, right. <laughs> kind of taking uh, it from place to place. In yeah. a cartoon, there's like a big cloud, and there's a bunch of fists and legs, kind of like kind of. That's just making it so tough, right? All right. So because you're going along, unfortunately it's daytime, so you are going to generate two heat. Right. Two. Oh yes. Generate two heat for being conspicuous. There's now five heat in the heat pool. All right. So. These, uh, by the way, these are these components. These and the heat oh yeah. tokens. These are so nice. The campaign yeah. uh, campaign coins made the metal tokens for us. Uh, they are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys uh, are, like you you arrive in the district. You see the fight going on. Um, Samuel, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, how you're going to get him past this sort of wandering street fight to get to the place he's trying to get to? Music. <laughs> Singing, dancing. Yeah. I mean, three red riff raff. That that sounds like I don't buy that sounds like a combination of jump tumble and distract <laughs> someone. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's multi-story buildings around here. Is there something about you being able to get me like up and over? Yeah. Well, the fight, I mean, the is the fight in the underground part? Uh, unclear. Oh, you're just like, oh, yeah. you're like, you can't even go to the entrance. Yeah, you can't even go to the entrance, right? Now. Just, there's uh, a big yeah. fight in the streets. Yeah. Be a I don't yeah you basically see, like, there's these two street gangs, like, uh, they're wearing, like, different colors. Uh, you see that one of the gangs, like, they all have their hair dyed, like, bright, almost like a neon yellow, right? And, like, that's a, just, like, one of their gang's calling cards, right? Uh, and you hear like shouting and like random insults and like a lot of these street gang members are young, like 13, 14, 15 years old. Some of them are, you know, in their early 20s or whatever, right? But they are uh, just using the absolute filthiest insults you've ever heard. And like coming out of the mouth of a 14 year old with a knife, it actually, you know, somewhat intimidating, yeah. right? <laughs> this is the slums. Just put your dad pants on. Yeah, <laughs> Give you kids lecture. don't stop fighting right now. <laughs> I don't. I think you are like you know. True. I doubt I could. Yeah. I doubt I could do that. Um, like I doubt that I could like talk them down. Talk yeah. them down at this point. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if maybe we can. Yeah, as you say, like maybe Assassin's Creed our way, like up sure. and over some sections of buildings. Yeah, you you could absolutely make that the way that you get them get them over there. Yeah, let's just try and avoid street level entirely, okay. because street level is full of children with knives, <laughs> uh, and I don't have the patience. That's fair. I want to move to New Dusthaven, but Dunhaven. New Dunhaven. Yeah, Dunhaven. New Dunhaven, but there's too yeah. many kids with knives. Too many kids with knives. There's a real kid with knife problem in New Dunhaven. Yeah. And we're gonna. I mean, we're still trying to. It's not just that we're like we're we're still trying to sneak so that no one yeah. sees us. Sure, absolutely. So we don't just you know cl no clomping okay. over rooftops. All right, why don't you give me a roll? Uh, you're gonna roll to sneak around. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that you get advantage dice on roll sneak around. Am I not mistaken? I do. Yes. Okay. So I get advantage, and then does. Does he roll separately? No, for him? Uh, you will cover for him. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, right, seventy-nine. 
What's your chance of success on oh, 79? Oh, 79. Oh, whew. Uh, 80? Uh, sneaker 80. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Thread the needle. All right. <laughs> All right. So, success by one. Uh, and you also rolled a boon. Yeah. All right, so yeah, you guys are up on the. Uh, you're basically making your way through like second stories and like going up to rooftops and jumping across. Uh, and like as you're going by, you can see like down below in the alleys, like a gang of kids chasing like one older kid from the other gang, like down the street, like throwing rocks at him and stuff like that. So there's a uh, like a you know splinter group that is chasing one one kid. Uh, but eventually, you make your way to the spot that you had uh, intended to go to, right? Yeah. The place where the the entrance to the old city is, uh, and you you drop down on the street. I imagine you're sort of like staying up to on the roof, like keep lookout in case the yeah. street fight starts heading this way again. So you drop down on the street and you rap on the entrance to the cellar. Mm -hmm. uh, you give the secret knock, uh, and then you, you know, hear some noises from below, and eventually the thunk. Of a uh, of a of a, a lock being slid out, uh, and they open out towards you, uh, and climbing up out uh, uh, from underneath the or from from the cellar, uh, is in fact your contact. Yeah. Uh, your contact is a twelve-year-old girl with uh, red hair uh, in pigtails, uh, and she sort of like climbs out, looks up at you, uh, and she says. Mr. Scub, so good to see you again. <laughs> Tell me what brings you to our part of the city. It's so, so good to have you here. Is she, I'm not there, but is she a member of yeah. either of these other gangs? Uh, she might be a member of, like, not the, not like, the yellow young one, one yeah. right? Yeah. But she's also been kind of down in the old city, so she's kind of filthy, so you right. can't really see, like, the colors she's wearing, but maybe part of the other group. And uh, she's like... What brings you to our part of the city today, on this fine, cloudy day? <laughs> well, you know, Wendy. Yes. <laughs> I was so close to your father, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I need a... Uh, I'm so mad at you, Age. So it's either going to be that or Pippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know, Wendy... Um, I need a favor from uh, from you and yours. A favor? Yeah. Um, I am fresh out of favors. Oh, well, then do you have something for trade? Oh, I got things for sale. Oh, well, um, the thing is, is that I'll be more than happy to, to, to move some of your stuff, uh, and in exchange, um, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you a good deal on uh, what do you, what do you guys need actually this month What are you looking for down there Do you need do you want something a little fancier food wise You looking for um, I don't know You need some better building materials down underneath there Well, <laughs> need to spruce up your camp a bit You know <laughs> it is so tough to get fresh fruits and vegetables oh, in I the know. subterranean depths of the old city these days uh, and so also, yeah. literally any food at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. that would be wonderful. I'm yeah, okay. very much in, f uh, in favor of food. Tell yeah. you I like how the 12 year old's like, can we get some vegetables down here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've had nothing but rats for the last six weeks. So it sounds like what you need is limes and celery. Yes. <laughs> all right. Scurvy is a real bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'll do is uh, if you can provide me with a uh, favor uh, in fact as uh, I need I'm, I've got a job going on uh, where we're going to need access to uh, that funeral parlor uh, and, and clever dog 
-hmm. And if you can get me and my two compatriots underground, safe, to uh, to the edge of that funeral parlor underground, and uh, and back again, uh, I will uh, ensure that for the next month you guys are swimming in limes and celery. Well, getting there is no problem. I at least owe you one for uh, you know that thing you did for us back uh, a few months ago. Oh, it's so good of you to remember. Uh, so that's that's no problem. But I'm uh, I'm sensing that there's more to it than just a little jot through our our, our home. The thing is, <laughs> we got to get. You don't in. come asking for things like this with that kind of face on. Yeah, we we need to get into that building. Uh huh. And that the basement is. Um, they didn't put a door there. Oh. Is it possible that uh, a couple of your uh, your good diggers could give us a hand cracking through well, walls? Cracking through walls, really? Yeah. I feel like you need to go talk to someone from the society for that because uh, we're fresh out of gunpowder mm. uh, down below, and as far as digging goes, well, do you these hands? These are not made for shovels. These are delicate. <laughs> no, these are delicate hands. Very delicate hands. I can. Do tell. you know what a shovel would do to my manicure? Her, her hands are disgusting, mm -hmm. right? Like they're like covered in like rat blood and everything, right? Oh, Wendy, I hate to see you do a day work in your entire life. <laughs> I try not to. Mm -hmm. Can you hold on for one second? She like leans, like Raúl, cut his fucking face off. <laughs> Don't let him get away with that. Raúl, you have such a way with people. <laughs> well, you know. My mom always said I was a charmer. Uh, as far as digging goes, you're going to have to do better than just, you know, some fruits and vegetables because uh, we're a little short on tools as well. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm going to need you to make a roll to convince her. Okay. And uh, if you want to elaborate on what you're offering her here, uh, you, I mean, like fruits and vegetables, supplies, stuff like that, great. Um, yeah. But uh, also Spices. tell me what it is you want to roll here. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna, I'm going to roll uh, convince someone. Okay. Uh, the, the idea. I do not have that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, convince someone is eighty. I have an eighty percent chance okay, to great. make that. And the idea is that I'm going to appeal to the nature, uh, appeal to her nature that it's like, um, the. Uh, God, this is, this is my problem. Right now, that subterranean area is sealed up. Yeah. If we, if we break into it. And I, if I say, look, you need, like, I can't say, help us dig into this because there's a whole bunch of reanimated dead on the other side. <laughs> They'd be like, wait, why don't we just leave that alone? Yeah. So. Why don't we not do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're already there and they're safe and they're not getting out. And it's like, yeah. So, because uh, if there was a door, it'd be like, we have to go down there and secure the door, but there's no door. So, mm -hmm. so uh, trying to convince. Are we concerned about all the noise we'll be making? Meh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It means more. It means more watch in that area. It means the church is coming through town. Uh, they might try to. I mean, they'll be under the ground too, and that's not where they belong. That's where she belongs. That's where she wants to live. Oh, How do you know she belongs there, Beach? Well, that's where she <laughs> wants to be. Maybe she doesn't want to be there. Maybe she has dreams. Maybe yeah, just yeah. offer her an out. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> you can use a little help around the office, right? Yeah. Yeah, so somebody the independent criminal office. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, do you want to... Um... Maybe she wants freedom. Maybe every night she sits at a windowsill staring at the moon and sings a song about how she wants to go somewhere else. What moon? <laughs> what window? She lives on the roof of somewhere. She yeah, has... It's not like she's just has to stay down there the whole time. What if she goes to the roof somewhere? Uh... Look, man, I'm telling you. Okay. Um, I'll, provide, I'll provide the black powder. 
uh, for, okay. for her. Okay. Uh, and I'll uh, not not only will I bring tools uh, sufficient for like a ten-person team to do okay. all the digging they want to do, they can keep them when we're done. So shovels and pickaxes and, and uh, maybe a little bit of extra black powder for you know. Reasons? Yeah, if we need to, if we need to blow a hole in the wall, you might need it. But if we don't need to blow a hole in the wall, then you guys can just hang on to that. I hope we don't have to blow a hole in the okay. wall. Okay. No. Okay. All right. It's gonna be so distracting. All right, so you're basically promising her that basically you'll provide her with the tools that, that are needed to bust in the uh, the morgue yeah. from below. Yeah. And she gets to keep all the material yeah, that's left over. Keep all the materials and tools that are left over at that point. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and give me a roll to convince someone. Right. Um, I get two, uh, two advantages. It's super verbal. Yep. 98. <laughs> and a boom. Okay, so this is a great opportunity for me to introduce another mechanic. Good. So, uh, you fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> okay, so uh, you can do what's called pushing your luck. Okay. okay. Uh, so what you do is you spend luck, which is your hit points, right. in increments of 10 uh, to push your luck. And basically you have an 80% chance of success? Yes. Okay, so you need to spend 20 luck to push your chance of success up to 100, which would then allow you to succeed. However, uh -huh. if you do that, you will not only spend 20 luck, you will also roll two challenge dice. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to, right? Well, I mean, well you don't have Adam, to. there's a filthy greed mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd push that. I would be like, yeah, push your luck. I've, I've, <laughs> already, I've already spent the influence to get help from the cartel in as much as they will get us to the location. She'll get you there. But we cannot get in unless we do it ourselves, which means spending an awful lot of time doing it ourselves. That's are correct. we are we cool with the idea of trying to do it ourselves to get in? I mean We didn't discuss that. So I mean I'm not there, but I'd be like, we don't need no help from no it, filthy swamp people. I mean, <laughs> get in this building, like so. Filthy sewer people, please. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm gonna push my luck. All right, great. Right, so you spend 20. Yeah. So now you so so do is roll two challenges. They're troglodytes. So you did have one boom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that will still count. Okay. All right. Twenty me roll. Is that you? Oh. All right. So the boon cancels out two. one of those drawbacks. Okay. So, so they you rolled two light. drawbacks. Yeah. Right. The boon cancels out. Yep. So, so there's one still drawback. one drawback. Okay. Right. Great. And it takes me to eighty. She asked for a shrubbery. She's like, we All right. want you to bring so, me a uh, She's like, great. We will take care of it all for you. Uh, and by the time that you go in there and and you just send us a message, we'll get everything ready to go. By the time you're ready, we'll basically make it. So all you got to do is push through the wall and you're in. Okay. We've done this dozens of times before. Oh yeah, I know. I've, I've often wondered how you got, I never actually wondered how you got some of the stuff that you've traded back to me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we will take care of it. Okay. And so when you're ready to go, that morgue, no problem, you're in. All right. All right, great. But. <laughs> well, we got to see, won't we? <laughs> but. <laughs> Something just as you leave, you've just got this slightly uneasy feeling like, ah, I feel like something's going to go wrong, but nothing nothing pops up. <laughs> All right, so how uh, to, how you to go. the influence to secure uh, <laughs> safe passage through the old city, yeah. and you convinced her to break a hole into the morgue for you so that you don't have to do that yourselves. Yes. Great. Perfect. All right, so that leaves only uh, Samuel to lead his legwork scene. Right. So, yeah, I just, I'm sort of. Getting information on, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm literally casing the Can I come with joint. you, Graham? Yeah. Uh, yeah. May I come with you? Sure. Yeah, I know. Can you? <laughs> um, 
But you yeah. are dead now. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're just, uh, it's true. We're just, we're, we're not going that close because we don't want to, uh-huh. we don't want to be suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, Says the guy dressed as a plague doctor. I mean, yeah. says the guy with a guy dressed like a plague doctor. <laughs> what district is this in? Uh, so the well, funeral parlor yeah. is in oh. the Clever Dog District. Oh, okay. Uh, which is in Little Towna. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm conspicuous here. What if you don't come with me? Because <laughs> we're both conspicuous here. It's just four heat, guys. It's not a problem. I, that's, a, that's a whole thing. That four heat is an entire drawback. But now I want to come with you. I'll feel left All right, out. So make your decision. My first after, actual heist. How about this? You, you can make your to be decision after we figure out what the obstacle is that okay. you have to deal with. All right. So go ahead and tell me uh, what do you what do you what is your main goal here for Case in the Joint? I'm basically trying to figure out roughly how many watch are there. Okay. What what they are doing because I assume they're just sort of okay. waiting. Yeah. And then what the in and outs of the priests are like okay. if they're how quickly they're, how often they're coming in and out, how many priests are inside the building at a given time. Okay, yeah, so you're basically trying to look mostly at, like, the people, the city watch and priests, mm-hmm. uh, around the exterior of the building, because you know the building is quarantined. That's yeah. your main goal there. Yeah. Okay? Perfect. Uh, obviously, you're going to the House of Sunset to do this, so that's the where. Uh, and uh, you're basically just going to be sneaking around and watching from afar is your main goal. Ideally, yeah, because I do. I have case the joint. Yeah, great. Uh, Okay, and and, I mean, I know that the fourth, the fourth segment of like how you set up a legwork is who you will interact with, and honestly, no one. Yeah, no. Ideally, that that one is sort of optional, right? Right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay, so you're going to um, just sort of sneak around from afar. Uh, I'm going to say no obstacle on this one, other than the fact that like you're already uh, conspicuous out in in public and everything. So. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing additional on top of that. Okay. So, uh, you're going to generate two heat automatically because you're yeah. conspicuous. Uh, and since you don't have any obstacles there, there's no necessary uh, reason for anyone to go along if they don't want to. But if you wanted to go along to help him in some way, uh, you could do so. Well, I would just take out like a sore thumb. It's like they just like look. Yeah. Like doctor. Yeah. <laughs> He's just standing. Well, in the you're corner. like skulking around the shadows, and you're like. <laughs> like Hide it, like hide <laughs> up against the wall, and it's just the nose yeah. around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So going solo. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think just yeah. All right. Uh, so you get there, and uh, it's pretty much what uh, you were expecting, right? There's a perimeter of city watch officers. The funeral parlor is not huge, so there there's about uh, ten of them that are uh, around cre- the whole around the whole thing, yeah. right? And they're they're sort of in pairs or solos, and they're not like. Uh, strictly posted, you can see that they are kind of drifting around, yeah. right? Because uh, they they're basically just making sure people don't wander. Exactly. Into it. Yeah. But they have set up wooden barricades uh, so that basically, like, people can't um, easily, like, walk through that area and it makes it clear, like, hey, this area is quarantined uh, so, that, so that there's no people uh, in the immediate vicinity of the funeral parlor. All that's immediately obvious based on just, like, walking up. But uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a roll to case the joint? Um... I am going to say that because it is daytime and uh, you're not great at sneaking around in the daytime and also you're trying to cover like sort of all sides of the building, I'm going to give you one challenge die on okay. this roll just because of the complexity of the task you're attempting. Fair. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So I say go ahead and make the roll. 57 with a drawback. All right. So that's a success? Yes. Okay. Great. Uh, all right. So, um, like I said, there's about 10 of them as you're wandering around. Uh, you see all these city watch officers. You can also see that they have uh, one uh, lieutenant among them. Uh, you don't really get close enough to uh, find out who he is or, or anything, but uh, you can see that they do have a high-ranking officer with them. Right. Um, looks like that uh, you, you sort of watch them for a few hours, actually, uh, and it looks like they rotate on and off duty in pairs. So there's like two come in and relieve two of them, and they go off. And like you can't really tell for sure, but looks like their shifts are about six hours long. So they're, they're rotating pretty regularly right mm -hmm. throughout the day. Uh, as far mm -hmm. as the priests go, you also are able to spot them. Uh, now, they are not as obvious as the city watch officers, but what you do see uh, is that these priests are conducting their rituals outside right now. Right? Oh. So they're basically like slowly circling the building, like pouring salt on the ground around the outside. And like basically uh, there are five of them and they are very slowly and meticulously making a circuit around the building, performing rituals at various points around the outside. They do not go inside at all, nor do any of the watch officers. And the last thing you can see is that the doors leading into the funeral parlor are all sealed. And they're sealed by, basically, there are ropes tied around the door handles uh, that are then pulled taut and then hammered on the ground with stakes. Looks like all the doors would normally open inward, but basically they're being held shut by these these ropes holding the uh, uh, holding or like staked into the ground, keeping hmm. things taut. Uh, so unfortunately, as you're making your rounds, uh, you're going to draw a little bit of extra attention. Hmm. That's the drawback. So why don't you tell me what happened as you were sneaking around? That's going to draw the notice of uh, law-abiding citizens in the district. Hmm. Let me think. Basically generating two extra heat. Right. Um, heat. I know. There's currently nine heat mm. in the heat pool. You ever heard the term heat score before, Graham? <laughs> uh, relating to just you being a heat score. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of what, uh, what would be good. Because um, if that whole, because it's surrounded by four streets, so mm -hmm. to sort of do the whole thing, I'm having to like come this way and then like leave and go like yeah. around a block yeah. and then come back from the other side. Yeah, and that's why it probably takes you like four or five hours, uh, yeah. if not more, to make a full circuit. Um. Maybe I'm just trying to get like a, I'm trying to find a good vantage point to like mm -hmm. sit for a little while. And so I'm, you know, because we, we went over the rooftops down in the slums. And yeah. I'm like, well, why don't I just try and get up on like a, like a rooftop across the place. And I'm like, it's, 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 it's quite a goofy moment in my, in my yeah. head that I'm like sort of, I'm sort of, I'm sort of going up the thing and I get to the top and it's just, there's like someone like pinning up their laundry or something. Right, like, like hey. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm gonna just yeah. 
you know, yep. but that's weird, yeah. right? Because yeah. uh, I wasn't like, expecting anyone to be in a merchant district. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, maybe so they live so up, maybe they live above their store. So this is actually uh, in Little Towna, which is like oh, a yeah. uh, sort of Chinatown type right, thing, right. and like all the buildings are really like on top of each other, and like people do live above their shops. So yeah. like it, like, it's not that weird that you'd see somebody out there doing their laundry, but you certainly weren't expecting it. Uh, and uh, when they spotted you, I mean, you stick out like yeah. a sore thumb. Uh, so their kid who's there with them says, "Oh look!" <laughs> yeah. Daddy, you're raging. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, but you get all that information. Uh, you draw a little bit of extra attention, uh, and now uh, that is the end of the first day. We uh, made it. Yes. Uh, so at this point, uh, we're going into nighttime. Uh, so you have two options. You can either uh, do more legwork scenes, or you can do some more planning. Uh, if we do planning, it's, again, a 15-minute timer. If you do more legwork, You'll each take the lead on a legwork scene. However, I would like to point out that you cannot do any planning based on what you've just learned or done between then if you choose to do legwork. Yeah, because we have, if we choose to do legwork, we are on the fly deciding what, what we're doing. We're doing because exactly. we have no, we have nothing planned. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you also generate three more heat because the time passes. Right. There's currently twelve heat in the heat pool. Uh, hmm. A lot of heat. Can we reduce heat? Uh, you cannot. That's what I thought. I guess we should plan that. I think we have, we have to. No, we yeah. have no Share idea. Share as much information as we can. Yeah. All right. Uh, so why don't you tell me where you guys are going to do go to do your planning? One of your warehouses? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I borrow my warehouses from other cartels. Sure. So, yeah. It's one that I know that is empty right now. Okay. 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 All right. So empty warehouse, uh, lanterns posted on like the corners of a big table. You like lay out the plans, right? Yeah. And so you guys are kind of all standing around, uh, leaning over these plans and discussing. All right. If we can start. I get the... mad at I get mad at BJ's character because he has a <laughs> drink next to the plan. <laughs> <laughs> get that You're out gonna, of here, man. Fucking spill it, <laughs> and I'm gonna get in trouble. Uh, all right. So Move because plan people. because you guys are starting a planning scene in a new location, you get one more crew influence. Nice. So I have two crew influence, and if we can start that 15-minute timer, that would be great. So this also says that as middleman, uh, during a planning scene, all members of your crew can trade influence among themselves freely. That's correct. That we cannot access the crew influence to give crew to Crew influence, them. already anyone can spend. Freely, okay. Yeah. But nobody else needs more influence at this point. No. For, okay, cool. So it sounds like we have a workable plan up to getting into the building. She did yeah. not... Okay, I normally have confidence in in my contacts, and she did not leave me with a feeling that everything's going to go a-okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what that's going to mean ultimately. I'm giving them a lot of tools and, and enough black powder that they can, you know, do what it is that they need to do. I just hope they don't decide that what they need to do is blow a big damn hole in the wall. I would like to put out one thing: um, black powder is the dominion of the Red Lotus Society. Oh hell! Uh, which is the cartel that claims most of Little Towna as their turf. Uh, so you're already kind of operating in their turf, and if you want to get black powder, you would have to get it from them because uh, they effectively control all black market gunpowder. So I'd have to do that as a in order to in order to give them that yeah. tools are one thing. So being able to get black powder is something I'm going to have to deal with. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you actually have the ability to just like get some supplies. Yeah, right? instead of taking the lead and legwork scene, you can access one of the caches that you have stashed at the city to obtain material goods, legal or contraband, availability crew for the rest of the job. They must fit inside a single wagon or carriage and be anything your cartel would have access to. But of course I'm independent. Right. And I believe that just means that um, because I have so many contacts that it's fairly simple for me to find a thing that, that we're going to need. Yeah, uh, effectively what that uh, things your, your cartel have access to means that 
you can't get something that is the exclusive domain of another cartel. Oh, right? I see. So like uh, getting the like shovels and picks and stuff like that for them, you could absolutely use your ability to get get the basic supplies. Right. If you wanted to supply them with blasting powder, you would need to get that separately uh, from the Red Lotus Society. And that was the deal that we made. Yep. If I and also we. Well, we didn't make that okay, deal. The deal that I made. <laughs> yeah. That is the kind of thing that you could spend your influence to get because you can get things from other cartels. That's right. Okay. So, <clears throat> what you know, whether it's if you feel squiffy about that, and we have to maybe change that plan, then let's talk about that. But I also definitely want to talk about what we do when we get into. The building with the man-eating reanimated. Yeah, cut our way out of it. And I pull out my. Do you do you have any like? Sure do. Really? Yeah. You you have fighting. I'm an assassin. Right. (laughs) Forgetting. (laughs) I have an ability called carve your way out. I mean, I have some knives. I have a hand crossbow. I mean, like it's, it's we're fighting the reanimated dead. We're not fighting people. They're not real people. Do well, it's like they might have a different. <laughs> they might have different abilities or stats, right? Yeah. Like Do any of you know about sorcery or heresy? Nope. I know about the right kind. Says of here, you're a heretic. Right. Uh, I know about nature and survival. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. No. So. Yeah. So you don't know a whole lot about the reanimated, unfortunately. Right. I'm, I'm assuming medicine won't let me know anything about the reanimated. Not the reanimated. No. Is so there the is other, there a the cartel other, that the other problem is? I just realized that. I might have, I might have wasted my legwork scene. I just realized because, mm-hmm. well, because we're planning tonight. Mm-hmm. We do more legwork tomorrow, and yeah. then we have to, do and then we have to go. Yeah, uh, you definitely did not waste it. You okay. learned some very important things. Right, you learned how many city watch officers True. there are. You know that they're not going in and out of the building. Yeah, you know the priests are not going out of the building, and you learned how many of those there are as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like I don't know anything about the reanimated. And it's like if we get if we do legwork tomorrow to learn about them and how to deal with them, we won't have time to get things to deal with them. Yes. <laughs> if we need material components. All I need is these two things right here. These two microphones. Are there any specialties? Check one two, check one two. Are so are there any specialties <laughs> currently? Because I'm gonna need to know what the specialties are. Um, that would that would know about how to deal with um, the reanimated dead. I'm sure I'd know somebody, right? God, I know somebody who knows something about. I know some heretics, right? <laughs> My closest friend is a heretic. So, I could. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could look for an independent pallbearer. <laughs> you, you would be looking for. A yeah. yeah. So yeah. we could we could do that. So we need to find a pallbearer. Because. Um, the fixer, one of the fixer's abilities is that uh, when I spend league, uh, when when I take the lead in legwork, I can spend one influence to gain the temporary assistance of another member of my cartel. So if there's such a thing as there being a pallbearer, that oh, it must be a member of the Gravedigger's cartel. Yeah. So it's the only thing about a pallbearer that that could work is that if there is a way that you can secure assistance from somebody, but then we don't. I, I would say that basically, uh, if you wanted to get a pallbearer. You could effectively spend uh, influence in your normal way to get assistance from another cartel. Right. Uh, to basically, so like, do you normally you spend influence to? Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's basically instead, if you want to get a pallbearer, you'd spend two influence. Okay. So I'd have to spend one of these and one of the crew influence, but then we would essentially have a fourth character now yep. who is for one scene. Yeah. For for one scene. But not for the actual. Not for the it, actual. It heist. could be for the actual heist. Yeah, we can just decide when we need that person. Could be for the actual heist. Oh. We could say that if we want a pallbearer to show up, I could spend two influence on that as part of my legwork is to go find somebody, spend two influence, yeah. have them have them be available for us when we actually breach. Hmm. What does a pallbearer do? Uh, Did you use a different term than breach? Yeah. Hmm. A book of funeral right funereal <laughs> rites, uh, <laughs> a dozen black wax candles, a cane, the necromancy. You can use sorcery to animate, contact, or manipulate the dead for a duration of a scene. Choose one corpse you can touch and describe your sorcery affects the dead body or makes contact with or manifest the spirit of the deceased. Then make a roll to see if you can achieve those effects. Uh, Seance. During a playing scene, you can spend one influence to conduct a true seance, make contact with the dead. We probably would need to know that. Sorcerer's knowledge. You know about sorcery in addition to the things listed on your card sheet, cartel sheet. Use sorcery is 90%. Because um, what we need them to do is basically just get all the reanimated to just gear down yeah. for a few minutes. <laughs> they can only, the they the can only use necromancy <laughs> to uh, animate contact or manipulate the dead. Choose one corpse you yeah, can it's touch. It's the one corpse is the problem. Yeah. And if there's a whole bunch under there... Yeah. So And it's for the duration of a scene, right? It's like... Well, they, but the scene can be the heist. Yeah, the scene would be yes, the heist. Absolutely. But, but that sounds like it doesn't actually help. <laughs> I mean, sorceress knowledge... Um, I'm trying to think of other ways. I'm more worried about all the noise we're going to be making. Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of noise. But if you're a priest or a city watch person, would you be that like jazzed to be like, hey, I hear noise downstairs in the basement where all the zombies have been wandering around the entire last few days. Let's get in there and see what's going on. They might not. What how if? Much of a try hard they are. What if we're halfway through planning? What mm -hmm. if there we figure out a way to. While we're while we're going in the basement, to open the doors. At street level. Oh. Oh. So if they make their way so upstairs. The, so the reanimated, get out. Yeah. Ah. Oh. That sounds like a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but ours is getting in and getting the book and leaving. Yeah. True. <laughs> and then they the priests have set up an awful lot of ritual and salt and stuff. Maybe that's enough to contain them within a, the exterior space. They wouldn't well, they the, the watcher out there too. Yeah. Yeah. So they can engage. We're trying to get the book back. Yeah. Yeah. What if we don't care about letting zombies out of? I mean, this I don't care. That's a good point. That's not really our job, yeah, right? Our job is to get in there. Our job is to get. I like the way this group thinks. Yeah. <laughs> our job is to get the book, and that's it. Everything else is just collateral damage. So then, do we need a pallbearer for any reason? Well, because they can't—they can't tell a room full of reanimated to, to, to take it down to a four. No, <laughs> like they can't tell. Yeah, they can't be like, "Can you guys just can you can, you can everyone just calm down, please?" Okay, we're we're going to come through the building. Yeah, everybody chill. So they the pallbearer could provide you with knowledge if you wanted to come from early, uh, and they do also have a variety of skills, and it would give you one more warm body. If you if you guys want to read this, it's another, but yeah, it is like you only get the chance to control one dead thing. Um, only the, one dead thing. But the but the knowledge could be handy because maybe by being in there, the the Paul Bear can also be like, oh, hang on, I know what kind of right is going on here. Maybe they have an opportunity to dispel it. 
because they can use sorcery at 90%. I like Graham's idea of opening the door. <laughs> I don't know how we accommodate that. We'd need to get probably one of the watch to do it. Or you just, from a rooftop, just shoot the ropes off one of the doors. That's pretty hard. <laughs> I can see in the dark. Guards can't. That's true. You could... Oh, yeah, you could you could cut the ropes yeah. on the door so I can probably do that. Away. I'm pretty sneaky, too. Can Are reanimated dead going to know how to just open a door? Oh, I'll have to open the door. Right, we'll have to actually like, literally cut the ropes and open the doors. A 65% to run like hell. <laughs> so there's that. So your plan is going to be cut the ropes, push open the doors, and then just run through the thing and out the basement with us? No. You don't want to. Okay. I mean, try, I, that's a I good idea. That sounds rad. You're going to try it, Grant. My plan was just chop the rope, open the doors, you're all free now, and then that's it. That was just like, that was where my plan ended. I'll just be standing there, like, whoops. Between the watch and the zombie. Yeah, yeah all done. Oops, whoops. Did we, were we able to tell at all? Because yeah. nice. what, what, what I heard when we started the whole thing is that all the, all the reanimated are, in, are underground. None of them have come up to ground level. We don't know that. We don't know anything about what's going on under, the, under there. No. I like Graham's idea of opening the doors. That's a great idea. How do we do that? Okay, we've only got four, four minutes, minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how do we do it? What are we doing tomorrow? Well, you got a layout of everything, right? I mean, not layout, but you had a you cased the joint. You Top have of an idea building, of the explosive arrow. <laughs> aim at the doors. Blow the doors. Where open. are we gonna get an explosive arrow from? <laughs> Legwork. <laughs> Gotta go get it. Do we do this during the day? Or do this at night? I would also like to point out you have uh, influence that you can basically spend to get and do things independent of legwork scenes. During the I want to find out. I, can I use my influence scenes. to find out who's going to be on watch the night we try to do this? Hundred percent, yes. Yes, and then we're going to try help to. You? Why is that? Does, help? Just knowing who's going to be on watch does that actually help us in any way? Yeah, or I can how? bribe them. So that's what we you actually want to do. Yeah, you we wanna, try to bribe them. You're going to. You, so what you want to do is you want somebody to be on watch who we can bribe. That's yes. the that's the end. Point yeah, of that's the, the end point. Okay. So we want to bribe a watch officer to and do what? I can stab someone to open or the doors. Shoot someone or brawl with someone. Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, we could we could bribe a watch <laughs> officer to open the doors. We could, yeah. Or just to look the other way when one of us shows up to do it. Probably less dangerous for us to get them to do it. <clears throat> yeah, and then we all go in from underground. Yeah, but I mean, like we're risking we're risking it for the biscuit if we get them to do it, right? At least we know what, if one of us is doing it, then we know it's going to get done. I will say this: uh, city watch officers pretty tough to bribe uh, with just influence. You'd have to spend two influence to bribe a watch officer. Mm. What you can, can still spend that. one to get somebody yeah. else to do it, but if you want a watch officer specifically, I want influence. him to like just be okay with me being there if he see if I get seen. I want a safety. But there's man. ten of them. Yeah. Oh, there's 10 of them? Yeah. And they cycle all the time. So you'd have to know that it was the right... Are the priests there constantly, day and night? No, they'll be there during the day, probably. Priests aren't going to be there at night. You saw them during the day. Yeah. Okay. I say we try to bribe one of the city watch. To do... To, uh, Maybe just to do it. So during the final... During the night... During the night time. Yeah. When we actually do all this stuff. Yeah, we'll give him two gold doubloons. To <laughs> cut a rope and open the doors. Yeah, I think I think that's a thing. We ignore the Paul Bear option. Okay. At that, uh, we could, or yeah. we could. I mean, I have enough influence that I could, I could basically get a Paul Bearer. So I'd have to spend this. Right. Yeah. And then you'd have to spend two influence 
to do that mm -hmm. for uh, somebody from the watch. So this mm -hmm. is on the last night. Uh, and then the idea is that four of us go in underground. Yeah. And we use the pallbearer to figure out what the, what's, what's going on, or rather to use sorcery to try to dispel the right. Or to just push them out the front door. Mm -hmm. Oh, to get them moving away yeah, from yeah, us. Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to Okay, and to move them once, away from us. Once the street is full of watch and zombies fighting, we can just get the book and run back out the basement and hopefully close the basement back up. Seems like an idea. It's a hell of a plan. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's it's a bit of a mess of a plan, isn't it? Yeah. Something yeah. could go wrong with the tr tunnel downstairs, too. So um, we got 48 seconds. <laughs> I like this plan. Okay, so what are we... And I have an extra... I have, I have an influence I could maybe use for something as well. Yeah. Okay, so then what are we doing... What are we doing tomorrow, then? You're, tomorrow, you're I, bribing a guy. I have to go bribe a person. Uh, you can just spend the influence. You don't have to spend the legwork. You need to do that. Oh. Oh. Well, then. Well, you need to get your gear. Yeah, I need to get all that stuff, yeah, which means I need to spend... I, I need to spend... An influence you're, to get black. Do you powder. just get to trade stuff if we're doing a planning scene? Yeah, during planning, I can just, just take, take your extra this. influence. I don't need it. So, yeah. two for the pallbearer. Yeah. Two for the pallbearer. One for the Red Lotus Society. Yeah. yeah. To give us black powder because yeah. that will mollify the mm -hmm. the um, people underground, the okay. forgotten. And so. then you've got your two to do that. All right, we're at time. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know what we're doing for legwork, but I love your plans, guys. <laughs> All right. What a Day breaks over New Dunhaven. Okay. Uh, and you find yourself. I like how we're basically like, what I need you to do is open the doors and we're just going to be like, shoo! <laughs> like, Alright. So, <laughs> yup. Be gone. That's the plan. There is 15 heat in the heat pool. <laughs> no pog champ. 15? So it's legwork. Alright, it's legwork. We did say we're waiting until n the last night to do everything. Correct? I think night makes sense. Yeah. That was what we said I think, yeah. in the previous scene. Yeah. So I mean, you, you could try to pull off the job right now if you wanted to, <laughs> or do legwork. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mad it just might work. Okay, I, I need to do legwork in order to go to the Red, Red Lotus Society. Okay, Why not? So, so uh, you don't have to do legwork to do that. You just spend the influence okay. to do it. So I go ahead so and you, you head group and try to make the plan oh, work. To be, clear, <laughs> to be clear, you are spending this yes. to obtain Black powder. Yes. To... Is this like a genie's wish? Or are you just like the monkey's paw? It's gonna like <laughs> <laughs> one finger's gonna go down. You're like, that's what you wished for. <laughs> Word your request carefully, <laughs> yeah. my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind <laughs> of. But... Okay, sorry. So, so, so that was to obtain uh, blasting powder. Yeah. Uh, that can be used to blow open the uh, bottom of the morgue and get inside. That was definitely not what I said I wanted them to do, but that was something Should they asked for. Sorry. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So uh, you have uh, obtained. Uh, two small, like, yay, big-ish kegs of gunpowder. Okay. Okay. Uh, did you also want to spend your legwork scene to use your fixer ability to get uh, the digging supplies that you promised them? Oh, right. Then that you have to do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So you use your, I got what you need? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going to access one of my caches. I'm going to get the things that they wanted. It fits inside a single wagon, along with those two barrels of, of blasting powder. And we take it to the location that we were going to meet them at when we go underground. All right, so you have passed on the digging and now blasting supplies to uh, Wendy, mm -hmm. your contact in the Forgotten. Uh, and she and her compatriots are going to uh, basically get everything ready to go so that you can just bust in the morgue. Okay. Perfect. So then the other thing was we were also going to spend two influence 
for a pallbearer. Okay, but you want to do that for the final yeah, scene. Yeah, to right? take him with Perfect. us. Alright, so right. hang on to those for the final scene. Good. Okay, uh, so you two, legwork scenes. <laughs> Who's got a thing they want to do? Uh, I Sorry. have to go... So you just do that, though. You don't I just, oh, I it's just not for your that. legwork. Yeah, those yeah, you'll yeah, just I do. Just do right? that. When, when you spend influence, you don't have to spend legwork yeah. scene unless something specifically says so. Like, for example, his thing said, spend legwork scene to do blah, blah, blah. I see. So I what see. do we yeah. need to do to make sure this all goes smoothly? So uh, just to lay out a few of the obstacles that are in front of you, uh, you've got 10 city watch officers upstairs, uh, or outside. You have an unknown number of reanimated wandering around the inside of the funeral parlor. You have a group of five priests that are conducting uh, cleansing rituals outside as well. Uh, that's Do what we know what time know. they take dinner? The watch? It's a, they mean, rotate they, about they, every, they six rotate every six hours. Yeah. What we do know is that it's a small funeral parlor, which means they're not going to have like 40 staff. They're going to have a small amount of staff. Yeah. Maybe five. Yeah. The amount of people, if it's a small funeral parlor, down in a, in a morgue like that, you're not going to have 40 bodies, yeah, just 40 right? dead bodies yeah. in a basement. You're going to probably have between <laughs> 5 and 10. Yeah. I'm going to assume 5 because generally you're five. only going to be prepping that many and then you're going to be right. moving them off <clears> somewhere. <throat> so maybe at most we see 10, 10 bodies. All right, so we're dangerously close to planning here. Yeah. Okay, uh, sorry. All right, sorry, so yeah. that's fine. What do I want to do? What, do what would my do? character want to do right now? Uh, so, anyways, you know of those obstacles that I laid out ahead of you. So, uh, doing things to deal with them or prepare yourself to deal with them would not be untoward. And again, you have 15 heat in the heat pool. That's a lot. Just of heat. to lay that out there. That's a lot of heat. That's a lot of heat, Grant. I have, <laughs> I have some ideas, but I'm trying to weigh it against sticking my neck out there today. What are your ideas? Well, I don't want to say because it, then it's planned. It is planned. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to decide because uh, what I want to be like. What I want to do is figure out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't have any ideas. Fair enough. I want to. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm weighing my options so I can just go. Rodney, I'm doing this. Yes. But I don't. And also, I, I can't come with either of you because I already have my own thing I'm doing. No, yeah. you can always go with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, right, basically, it's, you it's always abstracted. lead only one. Right. Uh, in this case, you used your. I got what you need to instead of leading one. That's right. But you can always go with other people. Okay. What'll it be, gentlemen? I would also like to point out if you would like to get some extra influence, that describing a particularly risky legwork scene nets you one extra influence. So, if you take a risk, you get some more influence. Hmm. Uh, you can also try and take out obstacles in advance. Uh, so, for example, if you if, need those skills, if you wanted to, okay. uh, if you wanted to say deal with the priests ahead of time you could theoretically do that right now as well uh, can we say that because we part of the planning was coordinating between when the forgotten were going to knock through the wall and when the watch was going to open the doors that mm -hmm. we we have established a time when this is happening yeah. okay yeah um I'm gonna try and arrange for some additional topside distraction. Okay, uh, and is the goal to distract the watch, the priests? You said, um, okay, while well, you're doing that, okay. 
You said there's a lieutenant that is watching yes, over the whole thing. There is a watch lieutenant. Can I try to... I oh, wanna, hey, he has to get a picture and everything. Oh, wow. I'm not saying I want to kill him. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying... You're just saying... What I'm if I... What if I... Disposed of him? But not lethally. Trying to take out the watch lieutenant ahead of time is a great use of legwork. Yeah, that's what I mean. On his way to the... like When he's on his way for his shift, whoever's running the... This is like who's ever running the the watch squad, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. In such a way that they won't be able to figure it out and send a replacement before yes. I see. Yeah, I see. In such a way that there is no boss. We all know when there's no boss, they all just want to be lazy. Probably they'll just all sit around and play cards. That's right, what cards so do. Right? So is that gonna be your labor scene? Yes, you want to take my labor. Alright, so you're gonna try and take out the watch lieutenant ahead yeah. of time, okay? Alright, so tell me where you're gonna go to do that. Do I know the path that he takes? Like I'm sure you do. Okay. How do I want to do this? I want to do it dirty. Um, Seduce him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. The dance of the seven veils. <laughs> it's time, <laughs> it's time the, to unleash I my only brought <laughs> one veil. <laughs> um, how Just do I want to do you this? You want a plague mask and nothing else. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing ever. Uh, I'll dress like Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon. <laughs> I'll show up with a, a thorn, uh, like a rose will hit the ground right in front of him. Like in the, <laughs> he'll stop. <laughs> Too bad I've already killed. So he's on his way to work. Is the idea? Yeah, is what you were sure. thinking. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was on duty during the day last time. God, how do I want to do this? How would I do this? How would a rookie assassin do this? He's Let's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not probably not gonna walk in like a down an alleyway or something. You know, does he have to eat? Guys gotta eat. Yeah, I know medicine. Would I be able to like slip something into his food? You could try. Yeah, that's what I want to try. Okay. I want to slip like, what's the equivalent? Do they have epicac in this world? Like, sure. You know yeah. What I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there are uh, poisoners, and in fact, the grave diggers have a lot of poisoners among that cartel. Yeah. Um, but securing something relatively um, uh, benign, I would say. Yeah, we, I don't want to kill him because that would be too. I would much. say something basically medicinal that has uh, like. That that has an obvious effect that people would be able to trace. You wouldn't need to be a like a, a poisoner to do something like that, right? Like okay. people would be like, "Oh, he's getting sick." Obviously, want to be something know, that's somebody could be put whatever to food poison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, totally. I don't want it to be that's, like that's he totally started doable. puking. His eyes were bleeding. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like no. That's totally doable. Normally, like poisoners can actually do some crazy stuff with poisons that like you know affect people's mental states and things like that. But if you're just trying to make him sick, yeah. sure, you could do that. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. So, do you uh, have distract? So you're yes, sixty five. So you're gonna go somewhere and you're gonna uh, you're gonna basically wait him to go eat lunch. Eighty, but yeah. I don't want to go with him because okay. I don't want to add more heat. Yeah, yeah wherever right. he's, um, I guess I'd follow him from the whenever he's leaving to towards the job. Like, okay, he's gonna be heading to work. Uh, yes. So uh, this is going to be. So he's probably gonna stop at like a noodle shop uh, because he, uh, uh, mm. you know, that's where he's gonna stop and take his lunch. Uh, in Little Towna. So are you conspicuous in Little Towna? <laughs> That'll be two more heat for the heat pool. <laughs> See, this right. is why I'm not coming with you. Okay, so uh, <laughs> you are going... I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> uh, so you are going to go take out the watch lieutenant while he's having his lunch at a noodle house. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to say... Uh, so the first obstacle you have is that your cartel controls nothing in this district, effectively, except for the funeral parlor, yeah. the House of Sunset. 
So uh, the first, the, the, the obstacle you're going to have to deal with or that one of your compatriots is going to have to deal with is getting you into the kitchen to poison his meal without like hostile, effectively kitchen staff What's the layout of this building? I mean, uh, these noodle shops are pretty small. It's probably just like a kitchen, a bar, and then like a few rows of seats, right? So like it's like is it, it outdoors or is it like it, indoors? It's probably indoors, right? Like most of these shops are, are indoors. Um, so like basically there's a hostile kitchen staff that uh, one of your companions will have to get you past. Additionally, uh, when you arrive to do so, you see, I'm going to spend some heat. Spend four heat. heat. Spending four heat. For heat. For heat. Uh, he said that was the minimum price. The watch lieutenant is not alone. Uh, you see that he is actually dining with two other officers of the watch, uh, and the three of them are, are taking their lunch there. So, uh, three things you have to deal with the watch lieutenant, which is your goal, yeah. right? Uh, the two city watch officers that are with him, and getting past the hostile kitchen staff to po actually poison the meal. What if? We wait for one of. Is it too much time to wait for one of the kitchen staff to like? Because I'm assuming they have to get rid of waste somehow. Sure. Because I can do a silent takedown. On uh, somebody. So you're gonna. Uh, I, I was under the impression that you were gonna be trying to take out the watch lieutenant. Yeah. If you try and do more than one thing, more than one thing, you're gonna much. start taking some challenge dice. Okay. You can do it. We're gonna add some challenge dice to your roll. What if we, one of us just helps distract the kitchen? Yeah. If I That's go great. with okay. you. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Now, it's if it's you. You are going to be conspicuous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm better at distracting, but yeah. then we just get two more heat just for just for me showing up. Yeah, that's the price of admission. <laughs> okay. To this. <laughs> um, to all this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, then I I won't try to run right. leave the scene then. Uh, okay. So Davison, are you going to show up and help distract the kitchen staff? I it's sixty five for me to distract. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You uh, can be like sit down, like Matt. So why don't you tell me a little bit? So hot. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to distract him. So first of all, what's the name of this noodle shop? Uh. Oh man, that's the toughest question. In the, I know, right? <laughs> it's the like, really tough like, question. Double on this dragon. Game. Yeah, double dragon. That's great. Run actually, by Billy and Jimmy Lee. I actually prefer the one that's like two districts over. You know, double dragon two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We can kick both sides. Uh, <laughs> zing. Vigigan humor. Dragon. Okay, all right. So uh, the the hottest noodle shop in the Clever Dog District, Double Dragon. Uh, why don't you tell me how you're going to distract the kitchen staff so that he can slip in and apply the poison? Oh, you know, I just I'm having uh, I'm just finishing up a really good bowl of noodles. I'm right going to argue too. Oh, okay, so you got in early. Yeah, I got in all early. Right, all right. My character too. When he gets, if I get in the back, my mm -hmm. plan is just to poison everything, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just to God. make sure he's like a wholesale <laughs> kind of like I don't want to miss out on the chance because he's never done like you know what I mean. Like he's like yeah. I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to poison it all. Yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. All right. So I'm having. I I just finished a great uh, bowl of noodles. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, and I'm like, oh, mm, oh, these are so good. How do you how do you do that with the how do you do that with pork exactly? Like you guys uh, have made some, like a delicious broth here, man. I'd love I'd love it if uh, you know if you could just show me your secret. I'd love to see how this how this actually comes together. Can you get the chef up here? I want to talk to him about how he's actually okay. putting this together. So you're the loud complimentary customer. Yeah, absolutely, okay. I am. Yeah. I'd like to speak to the manager to tell them what a great job they've done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, good. That right. asshole. <laughs> Wholesome memes. <laughs> that speech. 
I would like to yell at you to but compliment you. People <laughs> love to be complimented on their job, right? Listen, game. Who made this burger? It's great. This game, this game Give is, me the chef right now! This game is full of fictional characters like the complimentary person, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, uh, I work retail. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, go ahead and give me a roll to distract someone. Uh, yep. Now, these are not these criminals. These are not criminals. No. So just a straight-up roll. Well, as far as I know. Come on, baby! 82. It was 65! All right, so here are your How options. How far would you push your luck? You can push your luck. Yep. Or... Not push your luck, and he is going to take a bunch of challenge dice on his rolls. I'll push my luck. Okay. Uh, so to get sixty-five, from so you have to push uh, up twice. Because uh, it's, it's twenty each time, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I'd have to get yeah twenty. Yeah, because eighty-two. Wait, wait, push sixty-two. Yeah, eighty-two yeah. to sixty-two is once. Uh, no, it's, it's sorry. Oh, increments in, of ten. It's increments of ten. Oh, thank Christ. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. All right. So uh, increments of ten. So yeah. you'll lose twenty luck. Okay. And you roll two, two challenge dice. Okay. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Watch this. Double blanks, baby. Yeah. Double blanks. Give me those double blanks, Beach. One. One blank. Okay. I'll take right. it. All right. So you draw the kitchen staff out, yeah. uh, and like you're, you know, complimenting them, and they are sort of unsure of how to deal with this strange situation that they rarely find themselves in. <laughs> Especially with this guy who clearly knows nothing about noodles. Right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call this amazing dish? That's broth, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, broth. Delicious. So exotic. God, I want you to start crying. <laughs> like, it's, so, it's so salty. It's, just, All right. it's so beautiful. Uh, okay, <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, I slip in like the fucking shadow of death okay. into that noodle kitchen and then poison the fuck <laughs> out of everything. So, <laughs> can, can, can I help you? Well, I, I actually have non, to. Non-lethal. Non so you're out there and the shadow of as, you're, as you are uh, watching or as you're like distracting the staff you see a third city watch officer come in and sit down at the table. There's uh, three of them there. There's three, three watch officers and a lieutenant. Okay. Uh, Alright, so... The officers outrank the lieutenant? Yeah, yeah, no, the rank, the, sorry, watch officers Constables. like, yeah, they're, they're oh, okay, like just cops. normal, okay, yes. okay. Yeah. Right. Officers of the watch, yes. So the lieutenant and three other cops now. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so uh, go ahead and uh, tell me about you uh, poisoning everything. So, I guess, is there like a back door? Is that how I got in yeah, there? Yeah, like I'll yeah. Like, kind of peek in and make sure nobody's yeah. around. Toast is clear. There's Beej, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love noodles <laughs> so much. He's like, got a handful of noodles, like, <laughs> 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 but there will be a gi one giant vat of broth. Okay. <laughs> You've been to a noodle place, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, like... You know, the broth vat. Yeah, yeah the broth vat. So I get in there, and I'm Probably looking around, and I'm seeing, like, a bunch of pots, probably. Okay. My character's like... <laughs> 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 a little okay. bit of everything. All right. Yeah. He's going to try to... He's going to probably try to do as many as he can, you know, a sweeping... Okay. All right, so I'm going to need you to range. make a roll. Okay. Uh, now, you are... You're doing something that will almost certainly affect everyone who's going to eat. Yeah. So I'm going to give you two advantage dice on this roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, but you need to tell me what you're going to roll to apply this poison and make sure you don't, you know, say kill someone. Would sneak around work? Sneak around's a little tough. Uh, what else you got? I have shoot someone. <laughs> can, can, can conceal an object. object? Yeah, that works. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Sixty-five. Yeah. Okay. You can conceal maybe push your luck. Yeah. All right. And you get two, object, adva two advantage dice. Okay. This is gonna be the easiest roll I've ever made. You got this. This is gonna be great. I'm sure. 
<laughs> One paw on the monkey. <laughs> so it's curling. <laughs> 21. Perfect. Oh, wow. All right. With okay. one boon. <laughs> okay, so. Poisoning master. <laughs> That's what they're going to call I me. I mean, if you go by quantity, yeah. <laughs> They're going to call me Burnaby Bubonic Plague Tombs. <laughs> oh kind of a mouthful for a nickname, yeah. honestly. Okay, so uh, about 10 minutes later, yeah. uh, people are starting to eat, and then it starts to happen. People <laughs> start Is to Is it like get, that scene in Stand By Me when they eat too much uh, the pie eating contest? And so and people start to get sick, and it's not just the watch officers. Uh, and the lieutenant... Uh, he's got this like sour look on his face. You see, like sweat is starting to pour down oh. his brow, but he's not—he's not puking. He's not making a run for it. He's just like, I'm gonna tough it out, right? Uh, one of the watch officers, he's just like, uh, I don't—I don't feel so good. Okay, and he like basically takes off running and like runs out the front door, and you hear him like vomiting into the street, right? Uh, the uh, the watch lieutenant, however, he's like he's sort of like powering through. He looks a little green, but he's not. He's just like I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> he's made of sterner yeah. stuff. Right? <laughs> the other two watch officers, on seeing their friend leave, and like that, you can tell they're kind of like oh, I don't feel so great. They put down their chopsticks, and they're just like when you hear uh, someone throw up, you're like I'm done. Check, <laughs> check please. Uh, so about. Another twenty, another twenty minutes pass. He finishes the whole bowl, and like <laughs> he is, he is not looking good. His skin is sallow. He's like sweating uh, out of every pore, and he's like, "It is time to go to work." <laughs> and he stands up very slowly and carefully, uh, and then he and his two watch officer companions basically go outside. And like the third guy, uh, he basically crawled off, right. Um, but this watch officer is, or this watch lieutenant, he's heading to the, he's heading to, to work, right? He loves he, that ramen so much. The, he's the, like, I'm eating this. The other two, and, and like, you kind of overhear the conversation, and it's like the watch lieutenant is like, you know, he's like, oh man, I really want to appear to be like multiculturally sensitive, so I can't get sick at this this little towny, like these little townies food, right? He's like, oh no, okay, so but like. The three of them, the the lieutenant and the two officers, they're heading through the winding streets back to work. Oh no. So here's what happened, because it's your first time playing. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, that watch lieutenant, he's got hit points. And uh, you took out some of his, his hit points effectively, okay. or you took out some of his luck. But scene's not over with yet. Okay. So if you wanted, you could pursue and intervene. Or you can let them go. Now, it's risky to try and take them out. I feel like... Which, by the way, uh, speaking of risk, this is definitely, like, poisoning officers of the watch definitely counts as risky. So here's an extra group uh, influence. Ow. I definitely want to try um, to take them out. All right. I finish every job run, I start. Run after him, make him meet a poison fortune cookie. As an experienced assassin, <laughs> I've never failed at a job. I've been in... I don't plan on starting... I've been in now. that situation before, yeah. the situation that the, the officer is in, mm -hmm. and I feel like if, if someone just leapt out of an alley and went, ha! Yeah, <laughs> and be like, blah! <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, what if I just try to spook them? <laughs> I'm, I'm, most, I'm mostly in, kidding. You're yeah. going to try and intimidate them, but I would also like to point out that you are an assassin. 
Uh, and also, like, if you attack people, you do not have to kill them. You can just knock them. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Yeah. I was like, damn, it's poison on the work. back. It, Time if, to use the real poison. If you want, you could just <laughs> the you could just poison. ambush them. Yeah, I want to just ambush them. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, three of them. So right. you you wait until they are in a yeah, yeah, yeah okay. like a hidden area. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, like little town like, is very winding. Like its streets are not like very well laid out, right? So. Uh, yeah, you wait until they get to a relatively quiet area. Yeah. Is Davison still in this scene? Uh, he, he's <laughs> absolutely still is in the Technically scene. still participating, even yeah. though I'm not. I'm I, I just I went outside just singing the praises, and then a guy ran past me and vomited into the street. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like oh okay. Oh. So, uh, tell me how you're going to approach this uh, this takedown. What are you What are you going to try and do? Because there's two watch officers and a lieutenant. It's like middle of the day. Yeah. I didn't think this went through. <laughs> the mantra of the amateur. <laughs> whatever, whatever you do, don't don't grab him and put your hand over his mouth because that'll. That's <laughs> not <Yeah. laughs> What if, I kind of want to just like come down like fucking Batman behind them. Okay, you can do that. I'm like, cuss on chop. All right. <laughs> so you're gonna attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you're not tagging along at this point, right? Hey. Like you did. Yeah. This is what I trained for my great. entire life. Okay. So ambushing uh, no. sick guards. All right. So basically, you're <laughs> gonna get to make your attack. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and choose like what skill you're gonna use to make your attack. Yeah. Uh, and are you attacking? I guess brawl with somebody. Okay. Or guess, well, here it says silent takedown. So okay. When you attack a target with a physical attack, you can decide that neither you or your target make any noise as part of that attack, and the target cannot speak or take any action. That makes noise until after your next turn. Sure. Any witnesses not looking directly at you or your target do not witness the attack. Ah, the video game strap. Yeah, you cannot use this ability with any weapon that makes a large amount of noise, such as a firearm. So uh, that'd be tough to use because there's three of them there, effectively, right? Can I use it on one of them? You could try. You could try and like snatch one of them. It's gonna be it's gonna be tougher. And then make the fight easier. It's gonna be tough. That's what I mean when I jump them. Like snatch one. I could snatch what things are spiraling out of control. By the way, Graham, I'm not in this scene. I know. <laughs> right, so, so tell me, uh, I'm so not are, in this are you going to attack the lieutenant? Or are you going to attack the two officers that are with him? How are they walking? Lieutenant's in front, probably. Yeah. So you could try and take out the two officers from from behind. Yeah. That's what okay. I'm All right. So you're going to attack them. Yeah. So you're going to make a roll to attack. Yeah. And give you two advantage dice on this because you have poisoned them. Okay. Right, and even well, these it says two, carve my way out. You have two advantage dice. On any attacks you make against minions? These guys are minions, so uh, you're going to get four advantage dice on this roll. Holy crap! Alright, so go ahead and uh, make your roll. Additionally, your attacks meet against oh, lone minions. Yeah. Automatically succeed? Yeah, no, there's two Those of them. Aren't, yeah. Damn. Sorry. Okay. Okay. What am I, what am I rolling, though? Like, how does the attack roll? Like, do uh, I just work? So you're going to pick a skill. So brawl with someone, I guess? Sure. That's got to be it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I guess shoot or stab someone could work too. I think if you were trying to take these out no, non-lethally, yeah, brawl with someone. Yeah, and I get four advantage dice. Mm -hmm. Do I have to roll any of the black ones? No. Okay. Come on, baby. Watch this. What a hero assaulting the inferno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so brave. <laughs> They're gonna think stories about this one. Softened them up. Yeah. Yeah, I poisoned them. Just the poison didn't work. So I'm definitely going to beat up whoever sold me this poison. I hope so, because I <laughs> left you alone, because I thought the poison works. Okay. <laughs> Show me potato poison. <gasps> nice. 12%. All right. 12. So you're actually going to take uh, both these officers out. Yeah. And uh, so basically, they drop silently. 
That was 12 with two boons for anyone. Yeah. Okay. So because you're able to take them out silently, yeah. the watch lieutenant is not going to get to take a turn. Okay. So you get to make another attack. Sweet. I'll do it again, I guess. So, he, so they, the two of them drop, you can, like, sort of come up behind them, whack them both on the head. <laughs> they drop, like, <laughs> can I, like, bang their heads together? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. So in this case, this guy's not a minion, yeah. but he is poisoned, so only two advantage dice on this. Okay. All right. Check this out. You ready for this? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. <laughs> With one boon. All right. <laughs> you can push your luck. Uh, not on an attack. Oh, oh right. no! I screwed up! <clears throat> All right. screwed up. He, screwed, yes. he turns around and stabs you. You fucking die. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> you... Uh, so how were you trying to take him out? Trying to do the same thing where you sort of like crack him on the back of the head? Oh, I probably try to like... Choke hold him. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So you you try and like choke hold this guy, and uh, like you can tell he's a little weak. So like you you do get a good grip on him. Yeah. Uh, but he does not get choked out, and in fact, uh, he starts trying to let out a scream, um, but he is not going to be able to. So. Uh, not, he not through all the vomit. Cover yeah, his so basically, mouth and make like, him aspirate in his own vomit. You're like <laughs> you're like choking from behind. Uh, you see that like he's struggling, and Brown then he sort of lets barf. go. Yeah. Uh, and he like reaches down, uh, pulls his saber out, and he's gonna try and stab you behind him. Okay, Ooh. that's sneaky. I dodge. Uh, right, he's gonna succeed. <laughs> uh, so you're going to take thirty damage uh, as he. How many hit points do I have? Uh, so you all start it's with a hundred luck. Oh, okay. Yeah. So should be. Seventy. Uh, yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so you feel like the the blade sort of pushes through your cloak and it barely grazes you, uh, but now it's back to you. I choke him harder. Attack him again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Keep choking him out. All right. I mean, you you have a good roll for it. So yeah. oh, I still get the same advantage. Absolutely. Yes. Everything? Yeah. Because okay. he he's still poisoned. He's still sick. Yeah. I thought um, eighty on 80. the nose. <laughs> All right. With two boons. All right. <laughs> that works, right? Uh, so is eighty? Yeah, eighty okay, okay, perfect. <laughs> all right, yeah, you oh, take him good. out. Okay, so all if right. you meet the yes, okay, yes, all right. So you <laughs> take him out. Uh, fortunately, he's never able to turn and get a glimpse of you, so you guys are not going to generate any heat from attacking these guys. Luckily. Master assassin, why would anybody ever doubt me? Because you've never done it before. Right. You haven't killed a single person yet. Not even this guy. He's still alive. Okay, so, I'm scared of killing. So you <laughs> <laughs> it terrifies me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Someone's like, stab him. Like, I can't. I couldn't I'm sleep at night. <laughs> okay, so you take out the watch lieutenant. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, okay, great. So that was your Make them away, scene. toys. <laughs> and I put them in a garbage can. <laughs> Just, can I hide the body? Like, I guess yeah, I hide absolutely. The body, you got right? plenty of time, yeah. You okay. sort of drag him into an alley, and because none of them saw you, like, they have no idea what happened to them. I'm going to lay him face down so he doesn't choke on his vomit. Okay. Put him in the recovery <laughs> position. <Yeah. laughs> I don't right. want him to die. Samuel Cutter, legwork scene. Last one before the heist. Uh, Chef kissed JPEG. Man. <laughs> that was perfect. That went amazingly. <laughs> were those... I, I guess I wasn't there. I was going to ask if those officers were... I mean, they were going with him, so I guess they were part of this... Part of the this group. You yeah. Don't, you don't know. Uh, oh, but I have no idea. Point. Who knows? Maybe they were going to split off. It doesn't matter. Um, um, like I have this super cool like 
yeah, I can see in the dark trait, and we just haven't taken advantage of it whatsoever. Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> hey, guys, by the way, I can see in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Can we spend influence during the heist? Uh, no. Okay. No. So... Any influence you're going to spend, you need to spend before the high scene starts. Which is so. This is the last shot to do that. Uh, I mean, or like after you after do the a light work scene, right, yeah. Okay. But before the final scene starts. Okay. Um, I'm just. I I guess the distraction thing is probably still good. Actually. You know, I have an idea for a problem that I want to solve, but I'm trying to figure out how to do it, and we can't talk about it because that's planning. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you want to get out of it? Um, well, I'm not entirely. I Davison said that he felt a little uneasy about the forgotten. That. He he still trusted that everything would go fine, mm -hmm. but he was a little uneasy about it. Yep. And so I'm trying to see if there's something I can do to alleviate that anxiety. Okay. Um, but well, I don't get me a mani pedi or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Just like you, a you've, been work, you've been working so hard. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. Bye, Dave. <laughs> we all just go out. Yeah. That's our last legwork day. Just get massages. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Face masks. You ready to go fight some zombies yeah. and steal a book? Let's do it. I just picture me um, in a spot too with the plague doctor mask on. <laughs> Cucumbers <laughs> over the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't. Over see. the eyes of the mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, boy, that's a rich imagery. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, some sort of like, I guess I can't come up with an entire backup plan. But um, is it information you want out of this, or is it like you want an asset or a resource for us? I don't know. I understand what you like you're trying to do, but I don't know how to, you would do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is it contacting anybody in your own cartel? Maybe. I can use the influence to post other wardens on rooftops to, to, re, to relay a signal between us, but that's not necessarily... Oh, but they, they can't fight for you or anything. No. Yeah. no, but if you wanted to go get some wardens who would, yeah, that'd be a fine use of your legwork scene. Seeing them walk around with like bows and stuff, it's kind of like, I mean, you could put them on the roof and they could assist the watch in taking down zombies. I mean, is yeah. that a good use of people? Yeah, I mean, like, basically, you could go to your cartel, yeah. get some wardens to basically help yeah. uh, provide, like, fire support from the rooftops if you wanted. Because yeah. it'll be nighttime, it's like, we don't so want they'll the be watch, inconspicuous. We don't want the watch to go in. Like, we... Yeah, let I'm yeah, I'm gonna get some backup. Let's okay. let's do that. Sure. Uh so I would say you can basically go and get um uh a couple of snipers mm -hmm. to perch up on the rooftops. If you want more than two though, you're gonna have to actually like do like uh, like go to your cartel and convince them to uh join you. Otherwise I can say like you can spend your like work scene and get two of them and then we'll go. I think let's do that just so we can actually get to the okay. actually get to the high school. Right, so yeah, good. I'm uh, it's the 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 deal the deal is we don't want 
anyone to come into the place because that's mm -hmm. where we're going to be doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing our job. Mm -hmm. But also, we don't actually want these these reanimated to start running roughshod across the little town right. if it looks like the watch can't right. handle it. Okay, yeah. okay. So there, there's like a backup plan to make sure that the zombies don't like flee, like spread out into the city. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cool. Yeah. That's yeah. That's great. Okay, so you you can that. just get a couple. Of, <laughs> just, you can basically get a couple of them case. to be like a contingency plan. Okay, there, cool. Or no problem there. Awesome. All right, awesome. So, uh, night falls over the city, and it is time for. So, do we want to use our last influence? Yeah, before I have to we do this. Have to go bribe the. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you can do. You basically before we start the final scene, you guys can spend influence okay. however you want to. So, I want to uh, use my final two influence to find me pictures of Spider Man. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you do, right? <laughs> like, yes. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man! <laughs> okay, so, uh, <laughs> two influence for a Gravedigger pallbearer. Yes, please. Okay. All right. And I'm going to actually go ahead and give you the other Gravedigger card. Oh, yeah, so I guess it'll be easy to... So you can have it. Here comes the hot stepper. So you basically have a full extra character. Cool. All right, so come up with a name for that character as well. There's suggestions, There's suggestions on, the, on back. the back. Yes. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, you're spending your influence as well. Yeah. Two influence, please. I would like to bribe one of the watch. Okay. Watch officers of the ops. Yeah. Uh, officers the one of the that watch. I haven't poisoned. Right. One of the ones that. <laughs> okay. And tell me exactly what it is that you are uh, bribing that person to do. At the stroke of. At the stroke of whenever we, we say. say. <laughs> At the stroke of whenever yeah. we say. Uh -huh. I need you to open up the front doors to that. Okay. Uh, mortuary? Uh, mortuary? Yeah. Mausoleum? Funeral parlor. Funeral parlor? Yeah. Okay, and the idea is that, that this watch officer will sever the rope, yeah. throw open the doors. Yeah. Anything else? It, it's fine. That so. could be enough. Okay? Yeah. All right, sounds good. I was trying to think of something he could do. Okay. And did you have... I mean, stop other people from closing them, I guess. Like, Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It should, everything should work out. Okay. All right, is that all the influence, or is there another one? Uh, we have one more, Okay. and I'm trying to figure out if... This is in the communal pool, too. Yes, it is. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything we can use. Um, Do we have to worry about the priests at all? Have we neglected the most powerful? We don't know when they're there. I only know that they were there during the day. Yeah. We, we don't know. We don't know. So I can post other wardens on the roof mm -hmm. to signal us. Or what if we use our influence to get a real good getaway driver? I mean, we can get a hearse. Yes. We are. You can. You can get us a hearse. I can just get us a hearse. That's not really a good getaway car. Though. I mean, we're. But it actually we're, really is. Oh, <laughs> we're okay, going. Can I get us a hearse? It allows your crew to travel the streets anonymously. Oh. But we are going in through. Yeah, but once we get out, the forgotten, and we're coming out from the subterranean area as well. I thought. Yeah, yeah, in, in a whole different district. That's fair. What if I get us a hearse? Do I have to use the influence for that? Mm -hmm. One. Okay. What, what if, if I what, use what the influence use to get us a sweet hearse? Can you top a getaway hearse? Call in a favor from the, one of the right kind of people. Get help from a cartel that represent a crew. Get information from one of the groups opposed to the cartels, like the Bloody Door of the City Watch. Gain access to a safe house and a home of a law-abiding citizen. Should have spent an influence to get me a corpse that looks like Graham's character. <laughs> For some reason. reason. Yeah. <laughs> convince I don't know, you never know. Convince another crew to join forces with you for one scene. Another crew? Another crew. That's wow, a lot of people. You could spend influence to maybe convince the forgotten people? who are helping us to join forces with us. Help us smash some zombies? Or at least hold the door. 
Or deal with Hodor. Or deal with priests. anything else that's going priests or anything else that might be going on. Like things that we don't know that's Hodor. going inside there. It's basically having extra people to back us yep. up. That's sure, a, absolutely. a way we can use influence. Sure. That sounds a lot better than a hearse. Man, you really taught me, Beach. So all these one upmanship. Is that, huh? is, that, is, that a, is that one of these? Yeah, it's communal. Yep. Okay, communal. So then that's what we'll do. We'll right. uh, hey, I can summon a spend influence to convince yeah. that crew to join forces get, with I us. Okay, so uh, basically what that is, is uh, <laughs> it's a group of forgotten that we'll treat as like a, a squad of minions that uh, will work on your behalf as well. Neat. Okay, great. So Wendy and her gang. A, a group of teamsters right? that work underneath you. Yeah, a 12-year-old red-headed pigtailed girl <laughs> yeah. and her crew of much dumber but very strong grown people. Grown yeah. Yeah. adults. Yeah. Knife wielding adults. And then yes. a pallbearer. Yes. Do we need a name for our pallbearer? Yeah, I think you yeah, do. Name. Yeah. Oh. All the, right. the name is just. How do you feel back. about Victoria Frost? Sounds great. Sounds All right. awesome. Sounds like a Golden Age X. X-Man character. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so, too. Uh, all right. So, uh, the three of you, yeah. Victoria Frost. Mm -hmm. Execute uh, the plan without a hitch. It goes perfectly. The <laughs> end, end of stream, guys. Thanks, yeah. we did Thanks it. for joining us. We, we did, did it. it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> shout out to Wormwood Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, the four of you descend down into the old city. And you're basically, uh, if you've ever done like the Seattle Underground Tour, that's kind of what you're looking at, right? Like, there's like shop fronts uh, that are still down there, and they're all like boarded up or in many cases bricked up uh, and like the streets are they kind of like wh where the streets are now like the sewers underneath or, or where like canal runoff uh, like collides and, and creates little like underground rivers right mm. uh, but you're sort of making your way by torchlight uh, and lamplight through this underground section to uh, what the what Wendy and her gang tell you is uh, the the base of the the morgue right and you can see that they've excavated a huge amount uh, and they've basically used their shovels and pickaxes to chip away at the foundations that make up the building. And you can kind of see where like it's thinned, uh, but they've basically shoved one of the barrels of black powder uh, into the hole that they've dug. And they're mm -hmm. like, all right, we're ready to go. It's right here. Wasn't necessarily, but <laughs> you know what? Ultimately, I guess you know best. Listen. When all you have is a barrel of gunpowder, everything looks like a thing you're supposed to blow up with a barrel, barrel of gunpowder. That's gonna take. Yeah. I like these people. Can I join so your loud? That's gonna. Oh, I I thought of that actually. Here and she's like holds out these cotton balls to you. Put these in your ears. Oh, I, I don't wouldn't. mean. Thank you. you I, I don't mean them, for us. I and you mean can for see that like they're kind of yellowed and gross. Oh. She's like, I, listen, I put I tested those earlier. They're wonderful. She, I like, meant more for like, the people shows cotton in their ears. up top. I meant. I meant for the people <laughs> up top. If there's one thing I've learned about the Forgotten is they have very little concern about the people up top. I'm worried yeah. about them coming down Screw here. Yeah. No zombies to deal with. No. Our plan's foolproof. Oh, for God's sake! Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I mean... Hey, if anything comes out of the hole we're about to <laughs> yeah, make... I didn't hear anything. I said, uh... You know I can read lips, right? You said zombies. No, I'm wearing a mask! That's a lie! <laughs> I'm wearing a mask! That's a good point. I'm wearing a mask! <laughs> That's a good point. You can't read me! I'm too smart! <laughs> <laughs> I outsmarted the game master! Uh, Retired uh, champion. Take <laughs> that, DM. Uh, no, no, she stop. she read it in his reaction. Um, Only that reaction would be zombie. Okay, yeah, okay. you're right. So she doesn't know about the zombies. Okay. Good. See? Alright, so are, are we going with the detonating the. 
You're here how, now. How how we how easy how how much longer would it take us to actually break through with shovels and pickaxe? We'd miss the deadline, wouldn't we? Mm, questionable, but maybe. Let's let her up. Yeah. By the way, if anything comes out, uh, if, if if there's anybody down there, we're just willing to kill everything. Oh. So by all means, feel free. Okay. The uh, when you mean say kill everything, you mean the reanimated. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell her it's reanimated. I'm just like if well, you sure. see anybody come out of there, feel free to just kill them. Okay, I mean, except right. if it's us. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know be gear kind of job. What are you telling Victoria Frost? What's her marching orders here? Yeah. Does uh, she know that we're heading into? Oh, we'd have to fill her in because that's why she's coming with us. That's why right? she's here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, what Victoria should know is that uh, we are after a relic, and she's a grave digger, and a grave digger's put us on to doing this anyway. So I'm assuming. Yeah, me and Victoria do our secret grave digger handshake. Yeah. So it's safe for us to say so the so the grave diggers have us on a job, uh, and there's something in here we need to retrieve, but we know there's reanimated dead down here, and she's like, okay, well I can. Tell you all I can about, like what she knows about sorcery, in addition to the things listed on the cartel sheet. And it's like all we need you to do is, is turn undead, <laughs> get them to walk <laughs> away from us, uh, or at least use sorcery to uh, to push them back. Okay. If they're coming for us. All right. So uh, Victoria, uh, she is well. Frankly, she's a little creepy. Uh, when she smiles, she kind of smiles like this. Oh, she, oh, she learned well. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I like her. Yes, I can do that. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> For those of you on the podcast, yeah. you should go watch the YouTube video. Yeah. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> I like her. Uh, uh, and with you, she is uh, not very friendly. She's cool. She's just oh, like. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like. Mm. Why? I don't know. Spend time having this conversation with yeah, you. I just want to get out of this. Yeah. All right. I look so. up the mask like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being kind of rude. Mm. All right. So. Uh, Trust me, I'm a nice. So person. Frost has her orders, mm -hmm. and now what? It's I don't know why she's being so mean to me. It's, it's, I mean, when. Whenever the you're like super concerned about this, <laughs> yeah. right? When, right we, we should, know, should know. We should know that upstairs. We'll know when they've cut the thing, because we worked out how much time. Yeah, to yeah, we, time. we, we, we allotted a time for that. Yeah, so we should know when the thing's been cut. The yeah. doors have been flown open. One of you's carrying like a sand timer that you can use to tell. Yeah, exactly. Synchronize my watch. It's like a big hourglass. Like, unfortunately, every time you look at your watch, it upsets it. So you're like, I can't even tell. Oh, it's closely a lot of time. So yeah, let's. Everyone take cover and light up the let to good go. Okay, so one of Wendy's crew sets the torch down on a line of black powder that she has strung out from the the keg of gunpowder. It sparks. Lights up all the way, and there is a thunderous boom that you not only hear but feel inside your <laughs> chests. Uh, and we like, too much gunpowder. Huge amounts of debris like falls down from above. It's not quite a cave in, mm -hmm. but it sort of reminds you like, oh, there's an entire city above us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it is like blaringly loud. Uh, you are all effectively concussed for a few seconds. Uh, after this goes off, uh, and when your sort of head clears, and you can see like in the torch and lamplight now, like there's just huge amounts of dirt and and debris in the air, and it slowly starts to clear, uh, and you see that it worked. It blasted a hole uh, into the morgue. 
Uh, however, I'm going to spend a little bit of my heat here. That's I'm, a lot I'm, of coins he's playing I meant with to spend right it at the start of the scene. Uh -oh. uh, I'm spending 12 heat. Uh, so, there is a fire burning now in the morgue. Uh, it appears that the gunpowder uh, set off a explosion, or, or basically set off a chain reaction in those embalming fluids. You know those volatile embalming fluids that uh, the City Watch warned people around? Turns out there were actually embalming fluids there. I probably uh, should have known that. And uh, the uh, downstairs of the morgue is burning. And it's at that point that Wendy goes, oh, oh no, this is not good, not good. This was your side of the bargain. <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't think it was going to do this. It's Plus, just... when, those, when, that, when that fire gets up top and hits the other barrels of gunpowder... Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, the ones that they put out earlier today. What? You didn't, you didn't know about that? No. Oh, yeah, the City Watch. They, they put uh, barrels of gunpowder all around the outside of the moor, or of the, the funeral parlor. And they've got one of their, um, uh, the, the ladies with the guns, the uh, musketeers, that's it. Uh, she's sitting on a rooftop across the way, and if, the, uh, uh, if whatever goes wrong with the, the thing that the priests are doing, I heard the, the officers tell her that she, she's supposed to ka-chow, ka-chow, ka-chow. <laughs> but I mean, you know, she probably that's wouldn't do that. Probably, that could happen any second. Yeah, we better boogie then. Cause yeah. if, but then there's fire here. Yeah, that's okay. I think we should not do this, guys. There's yeah. going to be explosions, and I don't. I think I've had enough of that for today. <laughs> we can do it. The, do it. The fact that I spent influence to convince them is does cause not does not override the fact that she's like we don't want to participate in this. No, no, she will participate. She's okay, sort of, she's not really yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm into yeah. it. We got. No, like she she will do what you say yeah. effectively, right? But she's just like, whoa. We all we, right. We got to go. I in. have to have confidence in my cartel snipers. Yeah, that they're gonna stop the watch musketeer musketeer yes. from blowing this building up. DC, Good guess. City watch musketeer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, they look like a terrible there. shot. There's no chance. <laughs> cool. So then, um, let's so, go. Yeah, let's go in. All right, so you're heading in. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the way it works is uh, initiative is sort of side-based, right? So you guys will go, then the bad guys will go, then you guys will go, bad guys will go. Uh, so you guys are going in. Explosion has happened. You know that they are reanimated inside the building somewhere, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, so you're heading in. Uh, and you've uh, told Victoria Frost that she is to basically hold back and like push away the reanimator, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll for her first, because she actually like when you're like, all right, let's go. She's like, and she just sort of nods, uh, and she storms ahead, and she's wearing like this like flowing black dress uh, and like a a shawl that hangs down almost like like a half cape, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and when she goes like striding through the uh, stri striding through the the hole, like she she looks like a banshee, like going in there. She's like, yes, I will now go deal with the zombies because that is what I do for a living, right? Nice. And so huh. she Good. goes busting in, and uh, actually, I'm grab my advantage dice here because she's good at this thing. Oh wow! Okay, that's a good noise, right? Yep. 
so that's good for you guys. Okay, good. So she goes in. Whoops. Uh, so she she goes in and she basically storms ahead of you. Uh, and when she gets inside, uh, she has a talisman that she pulls out from around her neck uh, and holds it out. And she starts talking, uh, but you don't recognize any of the words. Uh, it almost sounds like she's talking backwards. Uh, and you see that there are shambling forms inside that begin to recoil from her. Like they were like sort of drawing their way over towards the entrance. Uh, but as she pushes her way in, they start to recoil. And actually, uh, she's kind of driving them ahead of herself towards the stairs. Cool. All right. Good start. Yes. So she, she was successful. Uh, the three that were closest to you guys are sort of being driven back away from you. Perfect. So we need to find this book. Yep. Do, we know, do we know anything about this book apart from what it's called? Sure don't. We, we don't even know if the title's printed on the cover. Nope. What was it called again? Uh, it was the Book of Acceptable Postmortem Servitude. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's look around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, basically, each of you is going to take a turn. Yeah. Who's doing what first? Um, I don't have any specific skill. Yeah, case the joint, right? Uh, yeah, I have case the joint. Yeah, that works. All right, I'm gonna. Oh, case the joint works. Yeah, I'm sure. Case this place and look for a thing. All right, so you're basically going to be searching around. Uh, I'm gonna say that because these zombies are not fully, or the reanimator are not fully under her control, uh, you're gonna have a challenge die on this because mm -hmm. you have to kind of avoid them yep. as you uh, make your way in. Okay. Uh, ninety. <laughs> Uh, I will pu push my luck <laughs> by 10 Kay. to make it okay. 90. Hey, roll an extra challenge die. Oh, right. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So I, that's, uh, the challenge die I rolled with the roll of 90 okay. came up challenge so with, a, with, a, with a drawback, and so did that one. So All right. I got two. So you begin searching and you start uh, like you kind of kind of going over like all the tables and everything because there are like the like the tables that bodies were laying on and there's like the side tables the instruments usually on uh, and you find there's actually a bunch of books and like some of them are anatomy and, and so you're kind of uh, flipping through them but finally you actually find the one you want it's kind of on a, like a lectern right next to a group of uh, uh, like like several um, tables that have been pulled up next to each other. Uh, and it is chained to the lectern uh, so that like it basically is held down and, and chained to it and with a lock on it, right? Oh, perfect. Uh, we didn't think about that, did we? And uh, as you're doing that, you, like as uh, one of these reanimated like sort of lunges for you uh, and you kind of have to like stagger back out of its reach, uh, so you're going to take 20 damage. Oui, okay. Can I stab a zombie in its fucking face? You 100% can. Yeah, I have, have my buddy here. a very good roll to pick a lock. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, so, Keep you uh, obviously, I can't these, do it now. These reanimated, they are minions. And I know you're good at attacking minions. Yeah, I want to help protect Graham. Okay, sounds good. Do you want to make an attack? Yeah. All right. Uh, are you attacking lethally? I mean, this guy's already dead. How do you kill that which is already dead? Well, with your. Lethally. With, that's yeah. how you kill them. Yeah. They're zombies, so the same way you kill a zombie by removing the head or destroying the brain. There you go. Double tap. I'm trying to decide if Barnaby would want to kill I think you're thinking about this too much. Yeah. Right. He wants to kill him. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you get two advantage dice. Yeah. Just put that anywhere. Okay. Oh my god. 86 with one boom. <laughs> All right. So that's a miss. Uh, all right. So 
Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell me a little bit about what happens when you go to attack uh, attack this horde of reanimated and unfortunately I stab Graham by accident. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You almost stab, uh, stab Samuel by accident. Um, <laughs> fortunately for you, basically... Whose side are you on? She <laughs> Ours! But I'm a buffoon! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a novice assassin! So Victoria was able to sort of like uh, steer them mostly away from yeah. Samuel, but like you you do, you basically go over and uh, you take a swipe at them, uh, miss, almost stab uh, Samuel, yeah. uh, but in the process you kind of shove one of them over to be more like in the radius of her amulet, right? Okay. So, you know, you do succeed a little bit. Okay. Sorry. Uh, all right, it's and okay. uh, Davison. When it's either doubt, shoot something. Yeah, I think yeah. I attack a zombie. All right. All right. I'm a little worried about these dice all of a sudden, so I'm going to change to these. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Ah. All right, and so what are you attacking with? I'm attacking, I have a hand crossbow. Okay, sounds great. So take a shot. Come on, baby. Success. Absolutely. All right, so crossbow bolt. 18, I rolled. 18. Punctures one of these reanimated and takes it out. See what's so fucking hard about this, guys. All right, uh, you see, there's actually still like five of them <laughs> that are shambling loose uh, and are trying to get out of the radius of her uh, amulet to get towards you because you're over near the tome right now. Uh, uh, so they are basically going to try and surge towards you, okay. uh, but they will miss. The Forgotten uh, Street Gang, Wendy's Gang, uh, they basically come surging in behind you uh, and will try and fall on the zombies who they think are just like sick people or something, or maybe <laughs> dazed. Uh, Let's get the sick people. They're actually going to succeed. So, Steal like, their clothing. They fall <laughs> on like three of these zombies and are like uh, uh, basically dragging them to the ground, stabbing them repeatedly. Awesome. Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, at that point. Wendy's like, they smell terrible. They smell gross. You should know, Wendy. Uh, okay, at that point, the uh, zombies are starting, to, or the reanimator is starting to get driven up the stairs by her amulet. Mm -hmm. uh, and the morgue is clear of all but two zombies that are kind of like pinned behind some rolling tables, but they look like they're trying to climb over them to get out towards you guys. Ooh. So back to you guys. Uh, being as I don't have any any of the reanimated like on me, right? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and pick this lock. Okay. Pick that lock. Pick. Don't roll Whoops. a ninety. Don't roll uh, a ninety. As you're like leaning down to pick the lock, some of the zombies get shoved up the stairs by her amulet, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and one of them steps on a step that you hear a kathunk. Uh, and that's when you remember that gravediggers often trap their uh, <laughs> their morgues. Oh, P.S. Uh, so you hear this kathunk, and then all of a sudden a like loud chiming sound. That is like if you already didn't have a ring in your ears from the explosion, it is just almost deafening. Uh, begins chiming down here, just like clang, 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 clang. You are a hundred percent certain it can be heard from the street, as if the explosion couldn't. Yeah. Yes. And the fighting of zombies. Okay. Yes. Well, so the explosion added uh, some heat to the heat pool. This adds some more heat to the heat pool. So the heat pool is now back up to 13 heat. Oh, we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Okay. So it's only 13. I'm going to roll this then. Okay. Take a block. Yep. 23. Yes. Okay. 
All right, so you pick the lock. You remove the uh, the chains and are able to pick up the tome. Any more traps I should know about? <laughs> uh, I think about it. No? Now we're good. I is pick there, up the tome. Is okay. there anything? Is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there anything? They bite we... your face off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is there anything we need? Like, is, there's no. Um, should is there any reason why we should be asking Victoria to be like? Is there anything we need to know about this right to get the hell out of here? Can she stop it or anything? Or should we just get the hell out? We of should here? just leave. Yeah, I figure. Okay. Cool. She was rude to me, so let's leave her. <laughs> we're not leaving her. We're just no. leaving. Okay. We should leave her. She was rude to me. All right, so you guys are going to uh, <laughs> try and book it. Uh, so, first question. So, uh, that means that Samuel has acted, the two of you have not. Are you immediately making your retreat? I want to stab one of these zombies. Okay, go ahead and do that first. There's two left, right? There's two yeah. left. i got to kill something, right? Two I left. haven't killed a single thing. Two left down here. Don't worry, I'm not going to miss this time. 80%, there's no chance. Well, there is. <laughs> By definition, Adam. I mean, statistically speaking, <laughs> no, no a chance. one in five. There's no chance I missed this. That's how math works. It's a seven and guarantee. It's a, like a seal, of, like the Nintendo seal of approval. That's fair. I believe in that. Yeah. 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 You know exactly what buttons to push. Spoiler alert: the seven and guarantee has a one in ten percent success rate. Right right yeah. <laughs> See, look, I'm not even gonna look at it. Thank goodness. What's your what's your what's your thing? What's what's eighty percent? Seventy six. <laughs> So close. <laughs> okay, That's so, so uh, and you rolled no uh, boons. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you are going to uh, take out a zombie. Yeah. Okay. Great. And I did it. My first confirmed kill. Your first. Eh, sure. Let's say yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and so that leaves only Davison. How many are left? Uh, there is one left that is sort Down. of shambling towards you. The others have gone upstairs. I'm gonna. Attack that one too, okay. just to make sure we can clear our escape. Right, sounds good. Fifty-three, and I would have used yep. shoot someone, Absolutely. which is sixty-five. Right, so. Another crossbow bolt thunks uh, through a reanimated head, uh, and with that, uh, the last zombie is down. Uh, the three of you plus Frost plus the Forgotten are here. No visible enemies heading out. A yeah, lot of out. Time to right. dip. Yeah. All right, so you're going back out the way you came. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you head back out, uh, you climb through the hole that was blasted in the morgue wall uh, and make your way into the old city. And uh, uh, Wendy uh, is leading you guys back out uh, sort of the way you came. Uh, and it, you know it, you wanted to go to another district to get out, right? Because you don't want to pop up in no. the same no. district? Okay. All right, so it takes you, uh, it's probably a good like 20 minutes of, of winding through here to get to the other side and, uh, or to get to the other district. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and spend some heat. So. Uh, as you are making your way out, um, you don't notice it at first because it's dark and there's torchlight is all you really have. But at a certain point, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you sort of look around at a certain point and you realize that Wendy's gang, they're just sort of like falling away one by one, right? And like that's not that weird, right, that they just sort of blend back out into the old city. But at a certain point, it's just the three of you plus Frost plus Wendy plus one of her sort of big bruiser lieutenants. Uh, and you, uh, like Wendy's about to pipe up and be like, uh, you know, so uh, uh, you want to tell me what's going on with those uh, weird shambly guys? And like she gets about halfway through that sentence back there when you hear and splash. Uh, and the big lieutenant guy looks like he just sort of hip checked her into the water. 
like because there's like a black stream uh, going through here. Can he uh, take a child? And he uh, basically has a uh, crossbow leveled at your backs, uh, and he says, "I ain't know what that book's got in it, but I wants it. So you'll turn it over to me, otherwise." There's going to be trouble. One of you is going to take this crossbow bolt right between the eyes. Or maybe right up the arse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can you even read? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to stop that. That's awesome. I'm like standing there with my hands up like... That's a hurtful stereotype. <laughs> I uh, love reading. <laughs> Can I... Use distract someone. Okay. Uh, yes. So uh, basically, at this point, he's trying to intimidate you guys right. into giving up the book. You're carrying the book, right? Yeah. All right. So he's going to try and intimidate you. Uh oh. Disbelieve. Uh, he's going to succeed. Uh -oh. So you're going to take thirty mental damage. Okay. Which is off his luck. Still off your luck, right? Yeah. Uh, how much luck do you have left? Forty. Okay, you're great. All right. Uh, yeah. So you you feel like this guy has a lot to back up his threats. Right. Back to you guys. I choose to forge a document in that the entire book. <laughs> that is not a thing. It's not a thing. Do you have 30, <laughs> uh, 30 seconds to forge a book? He's like... <laughs> I got this. All right. Um, can I, yeah, can I try to distract him? I yeah, have a hand crossbow. Absolutely. Can yeah. I produce it and shoot him while Graham distracts him? Tell me how you're trying to distract him. Um, Throw the book in the water. No, don't do that. Well, make like you're gonna. I want to get paid. How would you shoot, do that? Shoot the hostage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take out the fake book that we've had the whole time. <laughs> Here you go. Didn't? Isn't that what we did in the last thing? We had a duplicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> we should have been like the Indiana Jones thing, like. That's what we did in the, <laughs> yeah. with the sculptures. Right. It was yeah. massive, so it was not yeah. just one hand. Right. But it was yeah. like three people doing um, it. Yeah. I'm going to. Uh, Rather than, than like the, you know, like, what's that behind you? Or like, you know, or like, mm -hmm. not like a d distract, oh. not in like a huh, sort of way. Right. Like, I, I want to try and I want to absorb his attention uh -huh. through okay. like, you know, through like oh, discussion. I wonder okay, if sure. really tell, right. but you could have been like, here, catch and just throw it to him. Yeah. He's holding it. Like, Wendy, don't. <laughs> That's a hand crossbow. Oh, it's so a hand crossbow. Outsmarted yeah. again. All right, so he says, ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. I'll be like, uh, no, I'm going to be like, ah, perfect. You've done well. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> okay, go ahead, give me a roll. All right. 38. Okay. Uh, he sort of goes, Lord. <laughs> uh, okay. Who's next? Shoot him! Yeah, I'll shoot him with I've my hand. I confused him. Okay. I'll try to shoot him with my hand crossbow. All right, sounds good. Shoot someone. 80%. Yeah, statistically I'll, impossible. That's that all I, I wanted was for him to just be like, Wait, what? Yeah. No. Hang statistically on. Statistically impossible. Improbable. You ready for this? Yeah. What, what is it? Is it 80? 80%. Okay. <laughs> 80. Oh! 80. Bingo! <laughs> 80. Statistically impossible. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so <laughs> are you okay? We've we've broken poor oh Adam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so. All right, so last question. Yeah. Are you shooting the kill? Mr. Amateur Assassin. Yeah. 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 At this point, my yeah. team will be real upset. Right. If I try to shoot him so, in the leg, like, thunk, ow! <laughs> uh, so you're actually going to kill him. So, oh! <gasps> uh, oh. Go ahead and uh, describe what happens. Well, he's hitting right between the eyes. Your first okay. confirmed kill. Right. Yeah, my first confirmed kill. Is just <laughs> of, like, of a living creature. Yeah, of a living yeah. creature. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it happens so fast. I do that thing where I, like, I twirl and like my jacket flows and it does that real cool thing and I turn around. Like, and it gets wrapped around your uh, <laughs> yeah, crossbow and you're like shaking it off. Shaking like, okay, it hey. off. <laughs> and then when it goes off finally, <laughs> it's a between Don't the eyes right and he dies. All right. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> Didn't even The mean. brutish lieutenant oh. uh, drops to the ground, crossbow bolt between his eyes. Uh, Wendy crawls like sputtering up out of the water uh, and sort of looks down and she kind of goes, huh, that guy was kind of an asshole, huh? <laughs> you know who was a real asshole? Where's that lady who was mean to me? <laughs> she's I'm still like, here. She's, she's like, still she's here. like three <laughs> feet away from me. She's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> she went... <laughs> that smile is so... I like her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like her. She was rude to me. I didn't even do anything wrong. You're All right, cool, so, Victoria. Uh, so Wendy leads you back up to the uh, an exit in another district. Uh, Victoria Frost uh, uh, bids her farewells, claims that you are now even uh, mm. for that favor you called in. That's good. Uh, she turns to you and she says, uh, Barnaby, it was... A pleasure? A thing that we did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, did I go on a date with her? So can I try to remember? Like, did I date? Did I date this lady? This was a date. Oh, no, this ro- was a date. Ropers and Dice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Did I go on a date with her? Is she mad at me? Like, did I not call her back? <gasps> Seventeen. You 100 percent stood her up for a date. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have that moment where you realize it. And I'm like. You think back to Assassin College. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you must right. have taken at least a couple drawbacks. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, uh, and you make your way out uh, safely with the book into the other district. Uh, when you find out, when you get to the other side, you find out that uh, Victoria was in fact able to drive the zombies upstairs and then out the open door, which uh, you had uh, had them open. Your uh, 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 snipers yeah. that you put on the rooftop. They were able to stop the City Watch Musketeer from firing and blowing blowing up the building. building Uh, However, the fire did significant damage to the morgue downstairs, and of course you blasted a hole uh, in the bottom. Not our morgue, not our problem. Additionally, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Uh, and the the zombies and the uh, City Watch patrol basically uh, ended up taking each other out uh, due to the, the fact that you drove the right. uh, zombie horde out, uh, and you get away with the book. So there were some that casualties, was it. but yes. Yeah. All in all, hey, that lieutenant, well that lieutenant lived, just had a real bad day. Yeah. Yes, and, and uh, it was a good thing you took out that watch lieutenant ahead of time too, because he would have been involved in the final scene as well. So, oh, uh, yeah, you guys did it. Nice. Sweet, good job. You retrieved the. The and, then and then we turn the book in and we get, I yes, guess, the, the a pile book, of money. Is that the book of acceptable postmortem servitude is turned in. Uh, if this was a campaign, you would get XP tied to the Gravediggers. Uh, unfortunately, you do not get the bonus XP, which was 
for so the crew could have earned one extra XP tied to the gravediggers if the House of Sunset was no more damage at the end of the job than it was at the start. I think I forgot to tell you guys that, so that's my bad. Whatever. Uh, I returned the plans to the building completely intact. Yeah, and unfortunately, the church was not able to complete their cleansing. Uh, so that was another XP that you could have gained, but that's okay. That's fine. Right. But yeah, yeah, Adam or um, uh, uh, Barnaby returns <laughs> the plans the intact. Plans. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. The plans did not get <laughs> destroyed. Uh, like you, there was a, a drink ring on them <laughs> yeah. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Good job, guys. Yay. Terrific. Yay. Well played. Nicely that done. That was fun. Thank you so yeah. much, Rodney. Yeah, no, thank you. For thank those you. of you uh, listening or watching the, uh, the the replay or whatever, um, that was terrific. You can check out. Um, Dusk City Outlaws at uh, Scratchpad Publishing? Yeah, scratchpadpublishing.com uh, or duskcityoutlaws.com. Yeah. They both go to the same site. And uh, I'll, I'll mention it again. There's a promo code. Uh, if you use promo code DICEFRIENDS uh, at checkout, you can get 20% off the game through, like, July 5th. Great. Perfect. And uh, come back next week on Dice Friends for a new... Uh, long-form D&D 5e adventure featuring the return of the characters from Escape from Samolo Plateau. So see you then next week. <laughs>